What up, Dat fam? It's Jared, everyone's favorite goblin oopsie here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Dragons of Things Heroic Endeavors. We're currently streaming and recording using the internet tubes to keep everyone safe during this global pandemic. If you're interested in supporting us, consider joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world. One of the best ways that you can support this podcast directly is by rating or following, subscribing, or reviewing on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. And of course, if you're loving the music and the sounds that you hear in our game, you can add these sounds to your tabletop game when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is free. Use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again, enjoy the show, and keep on rolling dice. Hey, everybody. It is six o'clock. It is Friday night, and that means it is time for some dragons and things. Hey! We are here. We are still streaming. Uh, obviously, you can see tonight we've got Jared, Lamar, Diana, Adam Khan, and Adam Rady. That's right. Two Adams with us here tonight. It's too many Adams. Too many Adams. Uh, too too many Adams. Uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna play some Pathfinder. Things have calmed in Cavalosha since the Great Zoo Escape, and Heroic Endeavors Incorporated has enjoyed a wave of goodwill from the city for its part in returning the animals animals safely to their cages. Rumors abound that a green woman with blazing eyes used powerful magic to wrench wrench open the beast cages to cause the zoo escape, but no one has seen any sign of such a woman since, and many are speculating that the sighting was nothing more than a panic-induced hallucination. As things settle back into the routine, so too are the missions being offered. You are all called into the offices to form a security team for a jewel merchant set to arrive in the city just before noon. The client's name is Ambrose Corner, and you are to meet him at the city gates and escort him to Precious Things, a high-end jewelry maker in the Bright Quarter. Once the jewels are offloaded, your job is done. An easy three scales that should see you done within the hour. Perhaps there will even be enough time for a second short contract if you don't feel like taking the rest of the afternoon off. It is a hot day, and you can feel your armor and gear weighing on you. You don't honestly expect any trouble in the city, but it's important you look tough for the client who is expecting a heroic escort, so you can't leave any of it behind. Finally, you see a private carriage pull up beside you, and a curtain whisk aside to reveal a pale blonde face fanning himself and sweating profusely. Ambrose Corner, he says. Let's be on the quickest route, please. You're not being paid by the hour, so there's no sense dallying. One of you is going to ride with my driver and give directions, and the others can walk alongside the carriage and keep the rabble back. The curtain swishes back into place. What do you do? Uh, yeah, I, I think that Bottomus, uh, being uh, a little bit advanced in age, is sort of sweating. This heat has really got him, and he has Philip in, uh, cradled in one arm while he takes a fan and fans Philip, because Philip is, is he's a fragile heart, and he can't stand this heat. Oh, my, he's so hot. Perhaps I should take the ride up there, for if there is any trouble, I have keen eyesight and can... Uh, uh, whisk my bombs uh, from a from a great distance uh, across the battlefield. Perhaps you you would all not mind. And he basically says this as he continues just walking up and sort of climbing up the uh, the carriage. But, but whoopsie drive, whoopsie drive carriage <laughs> is no. Well, it, it does appear they already have a driver. Perhaps would we have a carriage of our own, or if this gentleman would would perhaps like a break? Oopsie help, and I'll climb up the other side. 
It's, it's now a race to the top. <laughs> Who can get there this first? Is, is now looking at you, Oopsie, and like you keep trying to grab the reins, and he keeps inching them further away. No, 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 no. I, I, I will handle this, Master Goblin. Uh, but, um, but, oopsie, help. Uh, no, 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 this is uh, my pleasure to to drive. Uh, you you can ride up here with me, though. Yes, if that if that is what you feel is best for the security of our, of our man in the carriage. Uh, oh, let Oopsie drive nothing. <laughs> and he'll 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 pout and climb down. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get his pouty pickle out and take a bite. I go, Oopsie, you can ride the back with me because sometimes we need backseat drivers. <laughs> oopsie oopsie do whatever. Oh, oh, oh my! All right, and I, I sort of set Philip on my on my lap, sort of like on one one knee, you know, so he gets a little ride there, and I, I continue mm-hmm. to sort of to sort of fan him while we go, and you know, at the same time, sort of fanning myself, and uh, and every once in a while, you might catch me sort of starting to fan myself, and then I look down at Philip. And, oh, oh yes, oh, dear me, I'm so sorry, Philip. No, of course, how can I forget? And then I I continue to fan him. You, you kind of get the feeling that you're getting a lot of side eye uh, from the driver who keeps watching you fan what he presumes to be a teddy bear. Um, and, and, but he doesn't say anything. He keeps quiet the whole time uh, as you begin clip-clapping your way through the city. Uh, the path to the bright quarter follows wide, well-maintained streets. Foot traffic is low on such a hot day. You are just beginning to get bored when you hear a shouting ahead of you, and a man covered in spilled ale rushes out of a tavern ahead. Help! Help! He shouts, and he is followed by several more people rushing out of the tavern door. Screams erupt from inside the tavern. The driver stops the carriage to avoid running into the sudden rush of people and looks at you in confusion as the curtain to the interior of the carriage swishes open. Excuse me, what is going on? Why aren't we moving? It's so hot in here. What is all that racket? Move around them. What do you do? Uh, Sorry, sir. It seems to be a bit of a ruckus. Come get out of the tavern over there, a whole bunch of people who smell a little stale, like stale water wheat. Anyway, they're coming out and they're being all panicky and stuff. And I don't know what we've got. We got to wait a little bit as they continue to run by or we'll run them over and then they'll get hurt. And that's probably not a good thing if they get hurt because that's, that's assault for no good reason. And no one likes salt. If, if they didn't want to get run over, they shouldn't be in the street. And as he's saying this, you watch as more commotion breaks out and um, a man shuffles out of the front of this tavern. And even from a distance of maybe 30, 40 feet, you can see that his flesh is incredibly pale and something dark crawls beneath his skin that he doesn't even seem to notice as he just moves slack-jawed forward. He is followed by several more shuffling figures, some of them with growths like vines bursting out of their skin. One has a bright yellow flower growing out of her eye socket. They let out a collective howl and advance towards the onlooking people as panic ensues. It is time to roll initiative. Right. Kanz goes like, people? <laughs> Oh, oh dear me! It's Peepa's cousins. I didn't do that. <laughs> My evil cousins. 
I didn't do bad initiative. My cousins that didn't get enough water, so they're dying. All right, everybody, don't worry. Bartimus is back. I hope so. Did you roll good, I'm guessing three. I've rolled as well as Bottomus can roll, I assure you. Uh, oopsie, unnatural 20. What's, uh, what's your initiative, Bartimus? Uh, Bottomus is at a, a unnatural a six. 20 for Oopsie. Six. <laughs> I rolled a two. Bartimus. Unnatural 20 for uh, Con. Uh, Khan Shaka, what do you, uh, what plus eight? What was that? Uh, unnatural 20. Everything has gone quiet. Jim, can you hear? Right. Uh, what do you, what's your, what's your initiative bonus? Plus eight. Plus eight. eight. Uh, oopsie. Uh, only four. Cause I'm not a freak of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely Khan Shaka in the lead then. Uh, Pipa. Worst. Ten. Ten. Me? Yep, I gotcha. Ten for Pipa. And Rias. Fourteen. Fourteen for Rias. Well, Bartimus, I know you think you did poorly, but I will tell you, you're not going last. Well, so this is that? a... How's that sit with you? <laughs> that is a pleasant surprise. Khan Shaka... You see four of these stumbling, slack-jawed figures with vines, like, writhing beneath their skin, and people are panicking, scrambling to get away from them, and you react the quickest of all your companions. So what do you do? Uh, electric arc. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, you gotta do it. Uh, is that a reflex save or an attack roll from you? Checking. (laughs) That is... Saving throw reflex. Okie dokie. I'm going to make that reflex save. You note that these guys don't look like they're moving all that quickly at all. So you think to yourself, surely you'll be able to zap them good. Uh, and that is a five total for the reflex save. So I would say you got him. <laughs> yeah, because it reminds Okay. Um, it's 1d4 plus my spellcasting modifier. What is the DC for your spell? Spell DC is 18. Okay, is there a critical failure effect for your... Because uh, a 5 on the die is a critical failure, because I am 10 Ooh. below your DC. So if there's an extra effect for critically failing, you get to use it. <laughs> it just says heightened. I don't think that's crit. Okay, then go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, so, is, does it say it's a basic reflex save? Yeah. Then you get to roll double damage. It's just like a critical hit then. So, so double, double all damage. Of it or just die. Roll two damage dice and then double what you would normally add to those damage dice. Oh. I think it'd be 1d4 plus 4, so you'll add two, it'll be 2d4 plus 8. Uh, that is 6 plus 8, 14 points of damage to two creatures. Uh, you see electricity just blast through your target, and it seizes up and just falls forward. Doesn't whimper, doesn't make a sound. Just falls forward on its face and stops moving. 
the second one actually does get to make a save, a uh, yes. separate save. So I'll make that one. And that is, I'll count it on the floor. That is another natural five. So that is also, we'll just apply the same damage. And it also, like both of these creatures just fall flat. That's half of the enemy combatants just down on the ground from one of Kanshaka's spells. Zip zap, Jim. Zip zap, indeed. That was two actions, I believe. So you technically do have another action if you'd like to do anything. Perhaps just some finger guns. Uh, I would say I stop two of them. I zap them. They stop moving. Uh, I will move to protect the carriage, though, to make sure they. Sure, you get closer to the carriage. uh, And buries a bear. Annihilating <laughs> those two <laughs> shuffling weirdos. It is Oopsie's turn. Oopsie, something oh. doesn't look right ahead. Kanshak has already blasted two of these guys, but there's two more of them shuffling forward. Can I knowledge nature or whatever? The plant's the thing that seems out of place, right? The, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I wanna, that's I wanna no good. That is. Sure, if you've got, if you are trained in nature, actually, I think you can do it untrained. You can make a, use one action to recall knowledge if you have got nature. Well, I am trained in nature, so it's a do it. More. 14. 14. You're not quite certain what you're looking at, except that it does look like there is some kind of invasive flora that has, is like growing out of these people. And by all accounts, it looks like it's having some kind of horrible effect on their behavior. They're shuffling about almost, they, it, it reminds you very much of, of uh, zombies raised by necromancy, though that doesn't really jive with the plants that you're seeing. So something is, is wrong, terribly. And what's the range on them to us right now? Uh, they're about 30 feet ahead of you. Okay. Uh, oopsie for his second action he will run forward 15 feet okay and shit. uh he won't do that he won't do that that'd be that'd be craggish uh he'll draw his glaive i forgot i did it in the wrong order so now okay. now i pulled a weapon all right you got a weapon out uh you are you still moving forward that was still the yeah 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 Okay, right, so you, you put yourself uh, closer to the action, weapon in hand, ready to deal with this threat, whatever it happens to be, and then Rias is your action next. Yes, so uh, um, actually, as, as we're walking, Rias kind of had, like, his claw cut, and he uh, uh, can't really tell what it was, but it looks like a little fuzzy creature in his hand. He, finger keeps glowing and keeps touching it and then when he hears all this commotion he sticks it back in his pocket and he's, he's just going to to look around the side of the carriage and uh, mm-hmm. uh point his finger at the, the the leading the leading one that's kind of in charge and he's just going to cast command and say lay down and so we'll okay say, on your you, end, you reach out with your mind as you have done so many times before and attempt to command this creature but there's nothing there it feels as though you're just in this hollow space calling out to nothing and you realize that there is no mind to control um okay um i will i'll uh, i'll just walk about 10 
feet to the other side of the, the carriage. I would say I would be on one, probably the opposite side of where everything's happening. So I'll move around to the side where they're all coming out of so about okay. like 10 feet. Sure. And that'll, sure. Uh, yeah. that'll be me. Sticking close to the client, but getting closer to the action in case you need to do anything else. Realizing that these things are mindless, um, and uh, as they as they advance on the crowd, Pipa, you react quicker than them. What do you do? I would like to make a knowledge nature to see what type sure. of people these people are. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably not eleven. <laughs> eleven. Uh, you don't know. It's uh, no, don't you can't. Have- can't quite tell what's happening. All right, then I'm going to take out my harp and start playing and inspire and encourage for everyone. Everyone is very inspired, what including Bartimus. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, I am quite inspired, uh, encouraged even. Uh, I feel very, uh, well, I do feel put off by the situation, so I... Um, I certainly take one action to tuck Philip back into his pouch and make sure he is safe. Okay. Uh, and make sure he's comforted. And then I will uh, survey the battlefield and try to determine what is causing all this ruckus and commotion uh, in terms of the, the nature. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a nature. Uh, I, nature I don't check. Know. Yeah, and I can do that untrained or no? Yeah, you can do it. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's no, get that train bonus to it. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's a 15 on the die, which makes it a 15. <laughs> 15 on the die, making it a 15. Uh, you you aren't quite certain what's going on. Uh, obviously, you can v- visually see that something horrible is happening to these people. Um, and you, you've seen, uh, you, you can see their, their actions are very halting and jerking. Uh, it reminds you very much like a zombie. Uh, you note that, uh, you, you saw that Rias tried to, to affect them with a spell and it just did nothing to them. So you can tell something's wrong, but not the nature of it. Well, you know, everything seems fine. So I'm just going to wait it out. I think. <laughs> so you are gonna hey I understand uh, you're a cautious well, I, man well it, it's interesting because I saw that Khan Shaka struck them down with some lightning and I will I, I will say uh, are we to kill these individuals or, or what is the plan here and then I, I'll wait it out and hear if anybody responds sure 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 uh, it is now the remaining creature's turn you see the two that are out in the street, the ones that are still left standing, don't even acknowledge their fallen compatriots. They just shuffle forward towards the screaming people. Uh, the people are actually closer to them than any of you are, uh, and none of them seem to even, even after Kanshaka's blast of magic, they haven't even seemed to register your presence. They don't come towards Oopsie, who's still a little bit back with the glaive in hand. They actually just move right up to uh, one of the first people who stumbled out of the uh, of the tavern, and you see it just try to claw him in the face, uh, which he successfully does, just slashes him across the face. Um, and this guy cries out in pain, uh, and you can see the flesh just get torn away. Bless you, Jared. Uh, but then 
it's almost like the the scream gets cut off in in mid sound, and the guy just stops, and he straightens up, and he starts walking. And the creature that was attacking oh. him, as soon as he stops screaming, the guy the the creature that was attacking him doesn't reach out to hit him again, doesn't even acknowledge him, just turns towards another person nearby and starts shuffling forward as this guy just walks into the alley calmly. Uh, uh, as if nothing had happened, even though flesh from his own face is like hanging and blood is everywhere. He just walks into the alley. The other of these creatures does something similar, uh, just walks up to a nearby person and and just grabs onto them. And the same thing happens. It grabs onto him, holds it for a moment. Uh, the person who's struggling and screaming suddenly just stops. Their hands go down to their sides and they begin calmly walking into the alley as their attacker lets them go, completely ignoring them. As this happens, uh, from that very alley, two more of these shuffling people come uh, uh, coming, uh, uh, making their way out into the main thoroughfare, uh, bringing the total back up to four. And one of these does manage to get up towards where Oopsie is standing, uh, but it's moving incredibly slowly. So it gets right up next to Oopsie, but it just, it's not moving very fast. Uh, so it only gets, it only gets those two actions to get up to Oopsie, uh, but it doesn't do anything else. And a third one, uh, the fourth and final one of these begins making its way uh, towards where Rias is standing, but it doesn't even have enough actions to get all the way to him. It just gets about halfway to him before it just like, you know, gets slowed up. So that is the end of round one, bringing us to the top of round two with Khan Shaka. You're up. Oh, oh this is bad. Yeah. Um, this is bad. <laughs> my dear boy, be careful. They they do seem ornery. Perhaps they would also lack a toothbrush. Incredibly ornery. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're excited right now, sir, but I think we should stop them before they continue to spread whatever disease their fingernails have. But, yeah, they'll be excited maybe later, sir. Anyway, um, electric... Arc again at the <laughs> electric arc. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> uh, absolutely. I'll go ahead and roll a save for your primary target. That is a sixteen on the die, which is still a failure, I believe. But at yep. least I only uh, take normal damage and not not double damage. They'll take eight points of electric damage. Eight points of damage. It's still up. Did you uh, add my though you see a huge chunk of its flesh is it away. Oh, do you add damage to that? You add my, my yeah, inspired courage. Plus one, from your plus one. Yeah, uh, plus oh, one so to it. Nine damage. points of damage. Nine points of damage. You know, your your blast hits it, and you see a huge chunk of its chest just get blown apart. Um, and it doesn't even slow down. In fact, you notice that now this burst of vines come whipping out of the chest cavity and are now thrashing around. Uh, and you can see that they're they're reaching out now, almost uh, 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 grabbing out even further beyond its normal reach. Oh, no. Uh, but I do believe your arc is going to hit another one, so I'm going to make a second save. And that is a 17 on the die, which is still a failure. Great <laughs> rolls, but still a failure. So these things are not quick. 
So, yep, go ahead and deal that damage. Uh, we'll just roll the damage over on that one, so that's nine for that one. That one also has a huge chunk blasted out of its side, uh, and these te- these vines just come whipping out uh, the one near Rias, uh, who it previously couldn't reach Rias, but Rias, you're watching these vines just blast out of the hole in its chest cavity, and it can reach you now. Uh, it can it can definitely cool. reach you now. <laughs> um, uh, you do have one more action, Kanshaka. Khan um, just kind of looks down at his bear, whose hairs are starting to stick up a bit, down at Barry. Uh, and then tr- I want to do a nature check to see if I can figure out what the heck Sure, right. nature away, my friend. I am a druid. I should be good at this. And uh, yet... That's a natural 20 on the die, making Ayo. a total of... Please be good. Uh, nature, uh, 28. You are very well. You remember from your early days in your yes, you were You were told uh, always, always to beware the yellow musk um, creepers, which are plants that are capable. They, they reproduce by infecting hosts with their, their spawn. Um, their, their, their thralls will wander around spreading their pollen to yet more thralls. Uh, and they can propagate incredibly quickly this way, especially in a densely populated area like the city. It is absolutely terrifying that you should see them in a place like this and you have no idea why they would be here because nothing like this uh, should be anywhere in this region. This, like, there is no way you should be seeing those things here. Uh, don't, don't, don't let them touch you or you might become the orneries, like Mr. Barnabas said. Oh, well, I don't want to be ornery, no. Well, you will be if they touch you. Oh, dear me. Move, move quickly. <laughs> you do. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one actual useful piece of uh, actually two useful pieces of information uh, because you you succeeded so well on your your thing. You already know about the pollen touch, which can uh, you know that the people who are who are fascinated, who are just walking calmly after being attacked, it's because that's what this creature this creature is literally trying to uh, enthrall people. You know that they are going to seek out the plant itself, which will then turn them into more of these thralls. Um, and I will tell you, however, that because uh, you know that the thralls and the plant itself are weak against fire. Fire is especially effective against them. Why don't I have a lot of fire spells? <laughs> <laughs> that laugh, man. Kanshaka's has gone mad with power. <laughs> oh no, he has become one of those yellow mess creepers. <laughs> He's become too ornery. <laughs> uh, all right, excellent turn, Kanshaka, uh, which takes us to Oopsie's turn next. Um, there's one like right in front of me. Yeah. Oh yeah. In uh, fact, uh, you note. Uh, let's see, when a creature... So uh, this actually would have been resolved at the end of its turn, since it is right next to you, but we'll resolve it now. Uh, these, there are grasping tendrils of vine that are reaching out for you, all, like, just thrashing madly around this creature. Uh, you do need to make a reflex save right now. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. not... mm, Uh, I'm gonna use the edge that Sarah BC1 just donated. Probably wise. Oh, Sarah! 
<laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That is an edge of the just table. For you, it looks like, yeah, oh, it looks like everybody's table. Even me. Even I'm in Jim Jam. Jim Jam got suit too. Oh, well, maybe not quite as great then. <laughs> I'm also going to use my hero point to reroll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next wizard, because uh, I don't think a five yeah. would have done it. So oh, no. Oh, right. no, no, that would have been a bad reflex save. <laughs> well, oopsie's a plant now. <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, the exact same roll. Oh, no. no. Uh, you're not quite a plant yet, but you are like these tendrils just grab onto you, uh, and you, you weren't expecting it, uh, and you can't quit it quick quite quickly enough, you are grabbed. Grabbed means that you are flat-footed and immobilized currently. Uh, but it doesn't right. actually do anything to your attacks. So it only affects your armor class and you can't move. Okay, so... Okay, I don't know. It dropped it by two. That's yep. all right. Um, well, I guess I'll try and swing down with this glaive and and hey. see if I can sever the vine that's, that's going after me. Sure. Now I can roll okay. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 will do it. That is a hit. Or 1d8 plus 1 damage. It's going to be a total of 6 damage, Jim. 6 points of damage. Well, because Conshock has already blasted away most of its chest, uh, you are able to just sever it right across, like bisect it horizontally. Darth Maul style, uh, yeah. and it just falls apart in two pieces. The vines that were grabbed onto you just fall away as this thing falls apart in front of your eyes. Nice. You have done it. Are you got there... two actions left. Uh, how far away is the next one? Uh, not too far because it had moved up towards where Rius is. So it'll take you. It would take you one action to move up to it, but you can do that. Okay, I'll move up and try and get another swing in. So All right. Bring us out. Thanks. And I'm only at a plus zero on this one. Uh oh. Oh no, Jim. Ah. Uh, I rolled a one for the attack, and then a dragon of things for the damage. So. Uh, well, luckily, none of your other companions, uh, normally, you wouldn't even be next to Rius because it had, it, the only reason it can reach Rius is because its vines have like extended out from its body. Uh, however, what I will say is, uh, so so when, when one of these things ends its movement next to a creature, they have to roll a reflex save. When you end your turn next to that creature, you also have to roll a reflex save. And I will say that you got so caught up in in your in mixed up with your swing that the, the glaive haft got caught in your leg. And you're gonna take a minus two penalty to that reflex save that you gotta make right now, or be grabbed by this creature as well. All right. Here's hoping I don't roll like Bartimus. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean there, boy? <laughs> uh, 19 on the die, minus nice. two, 17 plus eight. <clears throat> Uh, uh, wildly successful. You were expecting it. You knew what to expect from these creatures. So even though you get a little bit tripped up, you still artfully maneuver yourself away from these tentacles or these tendrils, and uh, you are you are not grabbed. You are safe. Huzzah! Well done. However, that was your third action, and it is Rius's turn. Rius, you are also within this creature's reach, even though it is still like 10 feet away from you. Uh, you thought you were safe, and then all of a sudden, these vines just like shoot out towards you. You know that if you can't get away, uh, you're very likely to end up in the same fate that uh, Oopsie almost was in. But it is your action. 
Yes, um, on both, both fingers start glowing blue, and I just say forbodings and uh, forbidding ward on the one between me and Oopsie and on Oopsie. Okay. All right. Um, so Oopsie will get that plus one against that creature. Nice. Um, and then oh, that's two. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna do that, but I I, I want to look at this thing and just back up like 20 feet try to keep okay. it still focused on me sure. and hopefully sure, sure, i can sure. get it to at least follow me away from oopsie gotcha so you back out of the way making sure that you don't get tangled up in its vines uh after after casting a spell to help out oopsie uh peepa everybody has been pretty inspired so far so was, what's next i was gonna say uh since i have fascinating performance can i perform like a plant dance like as if I'm their host and see if they they're fascinated by me I don't know but I <laughs> will find out because these are those bar- these are those bard abilities that almost never get to be used but I want to see like so will it work yeah uh, Jim fascinating Jim? performance yes I'll uh, I'll allow it <laughs> uh, let's what, see. When you perform, compare like? your result to the will DC of one observer. If you succeed, the target is fascinated by you for one round. Blah blah blah. Uh, you must critically succeed to fascinate it and perform action against it. You must choose which creature you're trying to fascinate. Uh, yes, I will say that uh, you can try to basically counter fascinate one of the fascinated people. Uh, there's one of, the, one, one of the victims is currently like still visible, like they're just about to disappear into the alley. You yeah. can try to use your song yes. to uh, capture their attention away from whatever it is that is clouding their mind. Go ahead and make a performance check. What's that, right. what's that look like or sound like, Diana? <laughs> I'm your host and you're going to watch me. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Uh, seven, that was adorable. Seven plus eight, and I'll use my edge. Thank you. So that's eight, 16. 16. 16. Let's see. The DC. Yeah. Uh, they stop. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can kind of tell that that there's there's a battle currently going on, like uh, internally. The, uh-huh. they, they are they're not. Um, they have not resisted either effect. So basically both competing effects have stopped them in their tracks, but you know that if you stop what you're doing, uh, they will certain without breaking the other effect on them, they will certainly continue on that same path. Uh, you've succeeded and it lasts for one round. So if you want to keep doing it, you have to keep fascinating them every round. And so you can somehow break the other effect on them, but you've saved that person from continuing on their path. Wherever that might lead them. So excellent work. I love it. Uh, are you? Doesn't actually say how many actions. Uh, no, it um, does not. But or maybe I wrote down somewhere else. It means it's free, right? No, it doesn't say any <laughs> actions. But the, I don't want to do anything else if I'm going to concentrate on that. You know I gotcha. Uh, okay, cool. I was just checking. So, okay, so Pipa, you, you managed to basically hold, put a hold on one of these people uh, as they, yeah, as both you and the, the strange pollen compulsion battle it out in their mind, and it is Bartimus's turn. Uh, yeah, well, uh, all right, I guess we're doing this. Um, <laughs> the knowledge that I have is that I will become ornery if they get me. And order it to me means an undead mindless zombie thing. 
And so far, I've seen Kanshaka zap these things with the power of arcane magic. So, or divine, actually. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to pull out a flask of alchemist fire and okay. throw it on the one that Pippa has stopped. Uh, Pippa stopped a person who was walking into the alley. The person who was walking in the alley does not currently have any of that, like, visible vine issue going on. They're just walking. So you can throw an alchemist fire at them, but I'm letting you know you don't see the same. It doesn't. They, they don't look like one of these vine people. But I was told they became one of those vine people. Yeah, you were. I'm operating off the knowledge that I have. Okay. Kill that human being. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Hey, alchemist fire. Come on, I'm not going to hit him anyways. I got to roll the dice. <laughs> What's your roll in that 20? <laughs> uh, I rolled an 11 on the die, plus uh, 6, I believe. So that's a 17. Oh, no, plus 1 for the inspiring song that is being played. Uh, that, is that, that, that is a direct hit. It is that? not a critical hit, but it is a hit. All right. I will burn this person to the ground, and they shall no longer be ornery. Uh, 1d8. Oh, poor person. Uh, this is the knowledge that I have, and I <laughs> shall use it. Uh, there is three points of fire damage, plus one persistent fire damage. Plus, uh, is there anyone else around them? Uh, no, not currently. Then the splash damage just ignites the ground in a fun little blaze. A fun little blaze. Uh, yeah, you. this, this jar smashes. Uh, flames go out. The target is no longer fascinated. Uh, that breaks fascination. It breaks, breaks both fascination effects. Um, so they are not fascinated by the pollen or I the have song saved anymore. Them. But then they immediately die because they're peasants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saved him before he died. It's unfortunate he, that that plan was that that plant was the cause of his death. It is unfortunate that the plant was the cause of his death. Don't point at me, though. <laughs> Make sure it's the, the right plant you're pointing at. Uh, it is my turn. Uh, one of these creatures, uh, it's got oopsie already within range, but it was targeting Rias. Uh, its natural instincts are always just to go for the easiest target, but Rias is trying to catch his attention. So I'm actually going to roll a d4. I'm going to say on a one, it continues after Rias. On a three, uh, uh, two through th two through four, it'll still go after Oopsie. So that is a three. So it ignores Rias uh, and just uh, goes after Oopsie. And actually doesn't even have to go anywhere because now it has that longer reach. Uh, it just whips the tentacles out. Uh, and because it ended, it doesn't, uh, because you are within its reach, you do need to make a reflex save. Uh, plus one. Does, yeah, I was going to say, does you get the, plus one. You do. Yep. Okay. You got it for a minute. Am I still at that negative two? Uh, no, no. That was just for the first one. Woo! Uh, 18 on the die, 19 plus 8, 27. Nine. That is uh, that is a successful save. You are not tangled up. However, uh, my attack total is a 19. That is my AC. Unless with that song does something fancy. With, with the plus one for me, though, too? I didn't use a plus one from you. No, the, the Forbidding Ward, it also gives you a plus one to your armor class. Against oh, well, then 20, it does not hit. 
But if I use an edge oh. to give myself a plus one. Oh no, that is oh, disappointing. No. That'll hit you. <laughs> why, why do you hate Oopsie, Jim? He just I don't hate Oopsie. Love. I don't hate Oopsie. I just want to hit somebody. And That's you're fair. there. Yep. Uh, you are going to take five points of bludgeoning damage uh, as it grabs onto you. I do need you to make a will save. A will save. These are my worst of the saves, Jim. I'm sorry. And I'm concerned because this die rolled, you get a pl- you got rolled a high one. the last two. Plus one. So I have a plus one. And so do I have two plus ones then? One from Pippa and one from Rias? Uh, Pippa is no longer ass- inspiring. Yeah, no. She switched her actions. So you have the plus one from the Forbidding Ward, though. Okay. Thank God I have at least a plus six in my save. That's respectable. Which brings my total to an eight. <laughs> oh, um, you all watch as Oopsie, uh, this creature just bashes Oopsie in the head. Uh, and Oopsie, you you are fighting, struggling. Uh, and then all of a sudden, just everything goes blank. Oopsie, like his hands drop to his sides. He's dragging the glaive. Uh, as he begins just shuffling slowly towards oh, the alley. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's become ornery. He's become ornery. Uh, I've still got other creatures on the battlefield. So uh, one of them is going to attack a person. A helpless person, uh, but fails. This person scrambles back out of the way uh, and begins fleeing down the street away from this creature. Uh, And another one is going to shuffle towards the carriage, um, and it's going to take both of its actions to get up to where uh, the carriage is. And I believe Kanshaka, it's basically uh, equidistant between Kanshaka, Pipa, and Rias at this point. Uh, but because it moves so slowly, it doesn't get to take any other actions to actually attack any of you. But you see it right there in your face, and you know that things are getting very serious. It is Kanshaka's turn. Khan is going to walk up to the one coming at him. He's going to produce flame in Kalima's heart. <laughs> Kalima, it's hearts. That is a spell attack, so go ahead and make it. I have to roll. Do it. That is a 17 plus 8, which is 25. Oh, yes. That is a critical. You, Kalima, it's heart. (laughs) 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 That is a critical hit. Uh, Produce flame is a 1d4. So double 1d4, and then it takes 1d4 persistent. So that's two plus four. That's six. I do that twice. That's 12. And then it also takes four fire persistent. Well, what it also takes is an additional five points of damage because of its weakness to fire, bringing the to- the immediate total to 17, which, as I mentioned before, you Kalima, it's heart. You reach <laughs> into this thing's chest cavity with your hand just blazing, uh, and you can you just hold it there as its chest begins to expand from the heat. You see flames like burst out of it. Uh, the tentacle vines are just shriveling up and falling away as the whole thing just collapses like to ash around your fist. Uh, it dead. It doesn't like fire. 
It doesn't like fire at all. Barry, look what I did. I, I went boom. Uh, do you have a third action you would like to take? Uh, produce flame is two actions for some reason. <laughs> yes, it is two actions, but I believe you only had to take one action to cast it because um, oh, okay. um, it, uh, it was it was next to you when you did this. I actually am going to follow Oopsie. Okay, you begin going after Oopsie. It is Oopsie's turn, and he has no choice but to use all three of his actions to walk slowly into the alley away from you, Kanshaka. Uh, and then, Rias, it is your turn. There are still two of these creatures visible. One of them uh, mm-hmm. is the one that hit okay. Oopsie. So, Oopsie uh, and then there's one that tried to attack a dude but missed. <clears throat> okay. Um, the one that hit Oopsie, I'm going to try to get its attention again. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm actually going to reach into my pouch, uh, and I've got a, a, a vial. I've got a, uh, and as you're looking at the vial, like this kind of glimmering blue liquid I peel off the top. I'm going to chuck it at it. It's a, uh, a frost vial. I'm frost vial? This thing with a frosty vial. All right. Roll frost attack. vial. <laughs> hey! That's uh, Give me a 16. 16 hits. Yay. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Um, ah. Oh, hey. That is a full frosty damage on that thing, and it takes a minus five uh, foot penalty, so it's going to be oh. even slower than it was as well. Um, so, yeah. So, pulling, chucking uh, at that thing, and I, I just want to try to egg it to me and be like, come to me, was, little plants. Was there any damage, or does it not come deal close, damage? Sir. Does the frost wild not deal damage? Um, That's a freeze. Sorry, did we freeze? Hold on. We did. Yeah, no. You're good. A good you guys hear us? You're good. Adam's on his phone. We're, he's, you're good. Yeah. We see him. Look okay on chat. And now you're frozen again. Okay. Well, I was about to text you guys because, like, we completely almost lost visual. Everything was really oh, wow. slow. Um, it's... Okay. But okay. Yeah. That's I was I was asking though if you if you do you deal any actual cold damage or is it just the movement penalty? Uh, no. It, it was one d six frosty damage. Oh, so you cold dealt six points damage. of damage. Then uh, the the movement penalty is actually. All of its movement because it dies. So, so it, it, ah. it can move no feet ever again. Good job. Uh, after Rias, it is Peepa's turn. Okay. You you counterfascinated okay. the one target and then he died. Um, but now you see Oopsie and Oopsie has actually disappeared into the alley yes. now. Like he just took uh, moved his full complement of movement all the way into the alley away from everybody. There's still one more of these creatures actually in your field of view. Uh, yeah, if you just want to use did all of I your actions Kanshaka... to... Well, sorry. So did I see Kanshaka follow uh, uh, Oopsie? Yeah, Kanshaka started to move towards Oopsie, but uh, he only had... Basically, he got... He's basically standing in front of the tavern at this point, but Oopsie has gotten further than him because he had the whole the whole three three actions of movement to get right. away. So uh, you can okay, still see Kanshaka. You can't see Oopsie, though. Okay, then I'll fascinate the last one that's near us. 
Uh, the only one that's near you, so none of it, none of these creatures' victims are near you. There's just one of these creatures. Do you want to try to fascinate creature. it? Okay. Yes. Uh, make a make a check to try to fascinate the creature. Uh, oh, eight plus six. Seven, 12, 13, you are you are doing your dance and you are playing your song, and you notice that like this creature does not register what you're doing at all. You get the feeling that not only did I mean not only did you not succeed, but you get like this thing has no motivation. It can't. It cannot. It's incapable of appreciating your music. Uh, it has no ability to process the sounds. Like it just, it's it's completely mindless. Uh, and then we will go to Bartimus's turn. Oh yeah, no, it's totally my turn. Um, well, I was gonna firebomb Oopsie to save him from that terrible fate. You but... are the one person who has line of sight to Oopsie if you want to firebomb. <laughs> But only oh, yeah, if you yeah. want to firebomb. Yeah, no, I'm gonna firebomb it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you can't firebomb Oopsie right now. <laughs> what? I can't firebomb him. You just said yeah. I could. I know. I was being mean. Uh, you can firebomb. There's one of these creatures left. Um, you could firebomb it, but that is pretty much it in range of targets. Unless you just want to start firebombing like the carriage, which you can do, I guess. Hey, no, I, I know you are trying to trick me. I know that my firebomb worked. He was unfascinated once he was lit on fire. You cannot tell me. That would not work. All right, there we go. Firebomb. I rolled a bottomless. <laughs> you bottomless it. It is so <laughs> difficult. You know, I find it. Bottomless oh. was quite confused because he looked over at Rius and he had always misjudged Rius, you see. He didn't understand that Rius also dabbled in the same art that Bottomless does and saw him pull out a frost vial and thought, hmm, should I perhaps be using a frost vial? Uh, I wonder where he gets his frost vial from. Is it perhaps the same supplier that I use or does he make his own? I'm very confused. And so distracted, I quickly worked up an alchemist fire and threw it. And unfortunately, it was not as good. And perhaps Rhea should just take over these uh, duties for Bottomus so that he no longer has to trouble himself with these type of burdens. It was a nine, Jim. Uh, not a critical failure, but you do miss. Uh, your your firebomb falls short, and uh, it does it does not do the thing you hoped it would do. As an alchemist in second level Pathfinder, I want you to know that I can do six things a day, and that is it. And I have done two of them already. You've done no. two of your six things. Oh, God. <laughs> I have also received, received my very first kill. In in Pathfinder 2E, I do not believe I have a kill throughout two characters in Pathfinder 2E. <laughs> oh no! Oh wow! Uh, well, it's my turn, uh, and the closest target to one of my creatures is Khan Shaka. So the last remaining of these viney zombie dudes uh, just shuffles over to Khan Shaka with one action and tries to batter him with his second action. But with a three Yay. on the die, uh, I don't believe that a 10 is going to get Kanshaka. So knowing exactly what to expect, Kanshaka just artfully dodges out of the way as this thing tries to just come in and batter him I love this effectively. so much. <laughs> it is your turn, Kanshaka. How do you respond to this heinous attack? Uh, I would say Barry, take care of it. 
and have the bear attack the one attacking me so that I can use the rest of my two actions to go after Oops. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, Barry charges into the fray, ready to defend your life. Barry? Okay. Those are the same rope. Barry's going to bite it with his jaws. He is a strong boy. Uh, does a dirty 20 hit? Oh, yeah. Dirty 20 is going to get him. Clamps down hard on this creature. Yes! Max damage for 11. 11 points of damage just tears this creature's uh, whole left arm off. And you can see once again that while you've certainly severely damaged this creature, now it just has this mass of extended vines lashing out all around wildly. As we move, uh, you get uh, you begin chasing after Oopsie, and you get to the alley. Uh, you look down, and you can see that now Oopsie is at the far end of it, uh, and he's just continuing on his way, walking. Looks like he's. It looks like him. Uh, you see, uh, the the first of the victims has now like just turned. You just catch catch the briefest glimpse of them turning down uh, a, a side uh, a, a junction in the alley, uh, and it looks like Oopsie is going to follow along. Uh, in just a moment here, which is exactly what he does. Uh, as you get there, doesn't register, doesn't look back at you or anything, just calmly walks down the alley, uh, disappearing around the corner, dragging his glaive behind him. Oopsie, I want a pickle! Pickle! You see, you, you call out for a pickle, and all you see is just like, uh, you notice that like in the middle of the alley, <laughs> there's a pickle with a bite taken out of it that's just lying there all alone. A little bit of like rain drizzles down on it. That's it the has its own thing ever, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It'll teach you to critically oh, fail safe. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it is Rias's turn. Uh, Barry looks like he is just tearing this thing apart, uh, but you realize that it being there does put it in some danger. And it is your turn. How do you respond? Yes. Um. I am um I'm probably farther away from that thing aren't I um I'm gonna activate um cause it's one one action to do to activate a reach spell correct yep one extra action to use reach on your spell okay and I'm gonna I'm gonna reach with a chill touch mm. and reach gonna... with a chill touch alright <laughs> new alright chill touch uh, uh, that's a tan. <laughs> ten is not going no, no, to touch no, it. I lied. No, no, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. That's a twelve. A twelve is also not going to touch it. Uh, you reach out with your mind, but you are unable to make contact with this thing, and uh, it's close. But uh, it's because it's still like uh, thrashing around so wildly. You can't quite make contact. Uh, Peepa. Peepa. It's up to you. Okay. It's up to me. Is there anything? Is there a cobblestone near me? Is there... Yeah, you can, you can find... Like a object least... that weighs one bulk around me on the floor? Yeah. I, I know what you're doing. Yes, uh, you can easily find okay. like a piece of, like a, a can in the road. You can <laughs> fling at it real quick with your mind. I know where there's a pickle. Sure. 
There's a pickle. Yeah, that's right. Is there a pickle? No, uh, it's, right. it's an alley. Me, you can't see the huh? alley. Uh, no, the pickle's an alley. You can't see it. I don't know if the pickle's gonna. Pickle's not gonna do that much damage. I'll take the can that I randomly see and use okay. tele- telekinetic projectile and uh, project it towards the uh, creature. That is a spell attack. Here we go. Okay, 19 plus 8. Oh, critical hit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> critical hit. Uh, roll your, roll double yes. your damage dice. Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm going to kill it with a can. Here we go. <laughs> okay, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Nope, sorry. 7, 8, 9. 9 plus 1, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13! Thirteen points of damage. Thirteen Jesus. There's stuff here. Ooh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Things. <laughs> Food. Dana. Things. Uh, Dana. They said hi. Uh, tell them I say hi. You can come say hi. Okay. Everybody loves you. <laughs> She's been on my TikToks, Jim. Don't take out of her schedule. Hi. Oh yeah, they say go to my TikToks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a, that was our Dana break. That was our regularly scheduled Dana break. Um, yes. So indeed, you pick up a can in the middle of the road, Yay. fling it with your mind as hard as you can. As this creature is struggling, it looks like it's about to just wrap these vines around Barry and squeeze him, uh, and then you just lodge this can right in the back of its head, uh, almost pushing through to the. You can actually see the bulge of it in the front of its skull, uh, but it, it just stops moving all of a sudden and drops like a like a rag doll. Yes. It is destroyed. I would normally Yay. say this takes us out of initiative order. Uh, there are no more hostile targets. However, Oopsie is still under the effects of this fascinated condition, uh, as well as another person. So I will go ahead and move on to Bartimus's turn. Um, what do you do? Well, it's important that you've moved on to my turn as I have so many options in front of me. First off, I'm going to jump off this cart and or carriage and move towards one of these bodies. Okay. Um, uh, you get to one. With, with two actions, you can get to one of the bodies for sure. Well, now I have two options here, James. I am either going to take a sample of this thing. That's option one. <laughs> or option two, I would like to determine if, I, if my... Um, if my normal antidotes would be able to suppress these effects. Okay. Uh, make a craft alchemy or medicine check if you want to determine sort of the nature of the, the whether you can counter it with your alchemy, uh, or you can just take a sample with a medicine check. Hmm. Where's my craft alchemy score? I feel like... It, was, it should just be crafting. Uh, I don't think it'll be craft alchemy. It'll just be All your right. crafting skill. Well, great. We're going to do it here. Uh, that is Alina, so I will re-roll that. Oh my! That uh, these are not numbers that Bottomus normally sees. That's a twenty-seven to determine this. Twenty-seven. Uh, you are pretty certain uh, that this is not like a typical poison, and so unless you have some way of shoring up mental defenses specifically, you would not be able to use just like a regular poison antidote. 
to assist against these things. However, uh, you do note uh, as you're looking at like the pollen spores that have sort of burst around this creature, uh, you see them literally like corroding before you. You can see that it is not like the creature, the dead creature is not a danger to anybody. Um, And what was was your total? Yes. Uh, 27. 27? Yeah, I mean, it's Normally, I'd say it requires more study, but that's a critical success. I'll give it to you. You can tell that once you have, um, uh, as you're sort of uh, watching how fast this pollen degrades, you can tell that were you to actually be able to resist its effects, you gain a temporary immunity to it for for up to a full day. So anybody who's exposed to it who actually succeeds on a save uh, is actually immune to its effects for a while, which might give you a bit of a reprieve if you uh, if you do resist its effects at any point. Uh, I'm tempted now. Okay. <laughs> I believe all that's right. all the actions I can take. Awesome. Uh, it is now... Khan uh, Shaka's turn, actually. Khan's uh, going to continue to run as fast as he can to Oopsie. Okay. Uh, uh, and Barry is going to try to find Khan. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. As you move forward, it might actually be a good idea to come out of initiative order at this point because you move forward and you see... Uh, you can't quite get up to Oopsie. He's, he's just got too much of a lead on you, uh, and he doesn't seem to be doing anything else but just, just moving forward. Where is he going? But as you get into the next part of the alley, and you can see there's the, the first man who had moved into the alley is ahead of everybody, is just disappearing into the darkened, open doorway of a small shop. And you see Oopsie is headed right for that same shop. Um, And it's dark in there and you don't see anything in there, but they're going into this building. Uh, The door to the building is just like open. Uh, There isn't anybody else around right now. And you smell this like heavy, musky odor. Uh, And since you know exactly what, yellow musk creepers are you, you from from that recall knowledge earlier that you critically succeeded on uh you know that they are you are and they are close to the the source plant for this infection and alarm bells are are just ringing in your head because you know that this is an incredibly dangerous area not just for you but for anybody around do I see Khan Shaka like uh, running towards the uh, dark area that we can't, you, can't see anymore? You know, or is he you gone? All, all of you out in the street, you know that Khan Shaka went down the alley. You saw Oopsie go down the alley, but they are both out okay. of sight at this point. You cannot see where they are currently. Okay, uh, I, I stand up and I say, uh, "Be careful to buttress your your mental defenses. This this poison is not like any that I have combated before. Uh, uh, be careful." Uh, with a zero in intelligence, Khan is going to do the following. <laughs> because Oopsie and the guy already went through the door, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Khan's going to run back until he can meet up with Barry, who should have mm-hmm. been running towards Khan at the same time. Mm-hmm. Barry, um, go get the rest and come around. The po- come around. You're going to see a big door. It goes, big evil dark door. Bring your 
and all the group into the dark door. I gotta go get Oopsie. It feels like a very complicated plan for a bear. So I'm going to have you make a nature check to see if it can accomplish <laughs> something similar to what you've commanded it to do. Oh, yeah, it's got it. Uh, that's a one on the die. Okay, <laughs> Barry goes lumbering off. And you, you tell it to do all these things, and he does go lumbering off towards uh, the main street. Uh, I'm in for life likes math games and has brought us up to $1,001 by donating $6. And I do believe that Sarah BC1 is also playing that game, though of a different sort. And she just dropped $75 for a wild magic. Wild magic. Thank Thank you guys so much. While you look up the wild magic, Jim, I just did want to give a quick shout that I'm in for life's $56 went to two edges for the players and one single sink for Jim. Ooh. 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 Yes, but thank you guys so much for that. That's amazing. One Going single to mute. sink for Jim. Um, I'm, I'm going to be a pickle. All right. <laughs> Me a pickle plant. Allow me. A pickle oopsie. Cucumber. A pickle oopsie. <laughs> yes, I'll be real I'll, good at pickle hunting. <laughs> yes, pickle hunting. Um, I, I was I was gonna run over to uh, so, uh, Bartimus because he was down examining the one right, and you were just screaming, you know, to watch our mental defenses. And I would just look at uh, Bartimus and be like, "Yes, I I do believe that their wills themselves are not actually good." I tried to command the one, and it was not working to the best of my abilities. So it appears that if you have anything to combat their wills, it's a battle of wills is what it is. And so we must persevere, staying strong of mental fortitude and strength. And we must go save our friend Oopsie, or at the very worst, do what must be done and end his painful hell that he is now living in and put him out of his misery. I don't believe that he's gone into any of that hell yet. Well, if he does, we should be ready to do the the difficult decision. I don't know that it's going to be very difficult for Bartimus to do that. But as you guys are talking, you do see uh, Barry come running out of the alley. Uh, and it looks like he's about to come running up to, to where you guys are. He seems to, you know, he, he sort of recognizes you and he knows that you're Konshaka's friends, but then he sees like this big puddle of water and he gets really distracted. So he rushes over to the puddle of water and he begins splashing up and down in it and rolling around and having a grand time. And you start to think, well, obviously Konshaka <laughs> can't possibly be in any danger because Barry is totally chill right now. That sounds like Barry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he seems fine. Now come, we must we must save our halfling friend. Oopsie. Uh, as you are standing there saying we have to go save our halfling friend, you you hear this voice from behind you say, Excuse me, what about saving me? I'm paying good money for protection and there's danger everywhere. You can't go running off into the alleys. There's danger. You have to get me to safety. Well, so. yes. <laughs> you broke him, Jim. Well, I, there I, is a bear. <laughs> I do. I, I do believe that if we do not stop the danger that is crippling this city, 
then you will not be safe anywhere. So I find that doing this is doing that, if you catch my meaning. Plus, you're far more protected with five of us than you are with three of us. What am I supposed to do? Just just wait here in the middle of the street? Well, look, there's I, dead bodies everywhere. All right, all right. I have an idea. And I and I say, Philip. And Philip gets out. And Philip starts flying around and dancing in the air. And I say, there now. Isn't that better? <laughs> it's a teddy bear. What? I, I, I can't. I, he seems just like he can't even process the, the anger that he's feeling right now. Um, Look, at that point. We have to go get our halfling and our druid. Uh, he's actually a goblin. <laughs> Who's a goblin? Don't you say that about Conchaka. That's a very nice man right there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Philip is basically just hovering around this completely red-faced, enraged nobleman as you begin making your way into the alley, calling behind you that he should just uh, wait while you go get your halfling and your druid. Uh, speaking of said halfling and druid, uh, Khan Shaka, you're confident that Barry is on the way with backup. Uh, I trust Barry with my life and soul. He is clearly <laughs> going to do exactly what you commanded. What do you do? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to continue my path and going okay. to run into the uh, run up to and then up slowly, to slow. Very good, <laughs> very good. Uh, do you want to try a stealth check or are you just uh, just try sneaking in? Check. I don't know, stealthing away. All right. Yep. Ooh. Oh, I am not stealthy. Okay. Um. Eight. Eight. Well, hey, you do your best. Uh, the city is not your not your forte. You're used to being out in the wilderness. Uh, and also, bears don't have to be sneaky. So it's, <laughs> it's not something you've ever really cared about being. No. Uh, however, you do get up to the darkened doorway, and you're looking in, and as your eyes are adjusting, you see that the inside of the shop is in total disarray. Goods lie scattered, shelves broken, displays toppled at the very far end of the room you see a horrifying sight the man who first entered the doorway is on his knees before a large yellow flowered plant with tendrils dug into the flesh of his head he makes not a single sound of protest or move to struggle and as you watch he suddenly just keels over and leaves begin to sprout from open wounds on his flesh. The plant's lashing vines uh, reach out just momentarily towards Oopsie, who is calmly making his way closer to the plant, but then you like your foot like splashes down in a puddle, and suddenly like the the plant becomes alert to your presence, and it's time to roll initiative again. Ooh, hi. My name is Khan Shaka. I like bears. <laughs> <laughs> I like bears. <laughs> I like bears. Uh, everybody can roll initiative because I have a feeling that some of you will eventually get mixed up in all of this. Everybody should roll initiative again. <laughs> Why? Oopsie. That'd be a, an eight. An eight for yep. old Oopsie. Not old, I'm only seven, Jim. 
seven. <laughs> what about Peepa? Seven. Uh, I rolled a uh, three, so that's a ten. Ooh. Rias. Twelve. Oh man. Guys, twelve for Rias. <laughs> They're not impressive initiatives, everybody. Uh, Bartimus. I didn't know we were all playing the Bartimus game. Uh, I rolled a a four, so that's an eight. Guys. (laughs) So, oopsie's dead. Uh, (laughs) Uh, If it makes you feel better, Jim. Uh, I rolled a 25. Whoa, Kanchaka. He's still on the ball. Well, it makes sense. You're all the way up there, so you're good. Yeah, the thing is, everybody else isn't really even aware of the immediate threat. But Kanshaka, you are. And this plant suddenly becomes aware of your presence, and you know it. And you know that you have seconds to react before it turns the, the, the its its deadly vines upon you. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and... <clears throat> produce flame? Enjoy. Sure. You produce that flame. <laughs> and yeet it at the core. Produce and yeet a flame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it is within your range, so go ahead and make a ranged spell attack. Uh, uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. Okay, what is the range? I think that's still... 1d4. Sorry, I know I should know my spells, but I don't. It's all good. Oh, uh, 1d4 plus modifier. So, four plus, this plus four. Uh, seven points of fire damage. Seven points of fire damage. You can see that the leaves and the vines catch especially quickly, just like you knew they would. You actually deal 12 points of fire damage as this thing uh, that you see it like quaking uh, as it lashes about trying to put out the flames that are spreading across its body. Uh, and uh, Rias, you would be next, but you're not currently aware of danger. However, if you roll a perception check and you do very well, uh, I'll give you another two actions to react. Otherwise, you'll just move forward as normal. Uh, perception 18. 18, you do hear uh, uh, the sounds of battle as as Kanshaka unleashes flame ahead of you. You know that uh, you might want to pick up the pace because something bad is happening ahead of you. I would just sh- uh, shout back to the rest of them, let's go, Barry! Psst. Come on, Barry! Uh, I don't think his Barry going to be loves that puddle <laughs> and is not getting out of it. <laughs> uh, I'll just be like, yes, the rest of you, make sure he, our, our man with the plan in the carriage is fine, and I will continue running down the alleyways. Okay. Uh, you go rushing down the alley. Uh, you are now within sight of this storefront. Uh, and you, you see Kanshaka standing outside of, the, of this darkened doorway, and he has his hand out extended, and you can just see the, the yellow light of the flames as they're dying away. You know that he is in trouble, but he has, he's, he's producing flames, at least. 
If nothing else, he's producing flames. And now it is this creature, this plant thing's turn. Uh, and it's, it has this long, lashing vine uh, that looks like it would be really nasty if it hit you. But that's not what it does. It does not reach out to you with this vine. Instead, the, this collection of flowers just sort of like... Uh, tilts towards you, almost like it's looking at you, Kanshaka, and this line of, of bright yellow uh, pollen just shoots out of these flowers uh, and settles over you. And I need you to make a will save. That's the wrong save, Jim. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's the right save, Jim. Jesus. Uh, like, isn't your wisdom real high? Yeah, uh, you should 20. be good at that. 25, Jim. <laughs> 25. Uh, you you know that if you allow this this pollen to affect you, that you'll soon end up just like the man who was discarded onto the floor. Uh, and so you know that you have to resist it. So you call upon all of your mental training to maintain control of your faculties. Uh, and you resist the effects of the pollen. Not only have you resist the effects of the pollen, but you are immune to the pollen for a full day. Uh, and that is all this plant can do this turn. So, Pipa, you heard uh, Rias mention there's danger ahead, and he goes blasting off ahead of you. What do you do? Uh, I would hop on the carriage, and I would say to the driver, let's go! And then I would uh, direct the carriage towards the, towards, uh, the alley, because I don't want to leave the carriage behind. Gotcha. You want to take this guy? Uh, the the carriage driver is looking. You're like, isn't isn't that where the the danger is? Uh, make a diplomacy check to see if you can convince him to drive towards the danger. Uh, eight plus eight, eight sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, he says, but but I I, I, I suppose you you uh, know best. Uh, and he flicks the reins. <laughs> And the horses start trotting, <laughs> uh, pulling the carriage along into the alley uh, towards the sounds of combat. Uh, <laughs> the cavalry is on its way. <laughs> Artemis, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, apparently, you're bringing the carriage along with you now. So what do you do, Artemis? <laughs> oh, oh, I did not realize that it was time for the carriage to come. Come on, let's go. <laughs> And uh, Artemis, there is along. Come on, Philip, come on. <laughs> sort of dances, flies along. And I'll, I will continue on the way. Okay. How big uh, is this alleyway, Jim? <laughs> I just want to burn the carriage. Uh, it's a, it's an a, eye on it. It's a, it's a tight <laughs> squeeze, but, uh, but he does his best <laughs> to get down there. Uh, you realize it's not getting into the alley that's going to be tricky. It's getting out of the alley because you can't back up. It's going to be a whole thing. But uh, you're confident that the, that oopsie will be able to drive it out of here if he can. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of oopsie, it is oopsie's turn. Oopsie, you are still fascinated for the moment. And I want to check one thing. Oopsie the plant now. Yeah. So, so basically, oopsie just walks closer to the plant uh, and he gets right up next to it. And he sort of like drops down to one knee and then the other. And he's just sitting there swaying gently back and forth. And it is Kanshaka's turn. I don't want to die, y'all. Uh, Kanshaka is going to charge and kind of tackle Oopsie. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, That'll do it. Yeah. 
you rush forward and tackle Oopsie, and Oopsie, everything suddenly snaps back into focus. Uh, somebody just like collides with you. A great big oh. bear of a man just grabs you, uh, and you're like, it's like a shock to the system. You're in a store, and there's a big giant flowery plant in ahead of you, and you notice that this plant seems to be growing out of the corpse of a man beneath it. Uh, and you realize very suddenly that you are in mortal danger and you are no longer fascinated. Yay! And it is... How many actions did that take? Uh, two actions to do that. So you still have one action left. Uh, I will put my hand upon Oopsie's head. It's like, do good! Do good, Oopsie! You do good! In cast guidance. <laughs> <laughs> guidance! Do good, Oopsie. Have some guidance. Rias, uh, you see Khan Shaka go blasting into uh, this this store, uh, and you hear some sh- some talking from inside and some struggling. What do you do? Uh, I'll I'll run up to the door. Uh, okay. See what I see inside. Uh, two actions will get you to the door. You can see uh, Khan Shaka and Oopsie are now facing off against this swaying plant that looks uh, very weird. And there's this this heavy, musky odor in the air uh, that, that just, it almost like sets your teeth on edge. You, you, uh, it's, it's very disturbing. Uh, it's like it, like it, like it pings the, the, the deep, uh, instinctive fight-or-flight responses in your mind. Uh, okay. You have one uh, action X, left. Um, um, I need to interrupt here. Okay. Because there's a wild magic on the board. You are not wrong. Oh, there is a wild magic. We didn't right. resolve it before. Oh, no. Who's rolling for the wild magic? Con was specified by Sarah. Okay. Ooh, roll for it, Con. Oh, what do Which I roll? Con? 20? Uh, wait, wait, yeah. Was it Con Shaka or Adam Con? Oh, Adam yeah. Con. Sorry. Oh, okay. Adam Con. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so many beautiful names. It is your turn, so why don't you roll for it? D10? Uh, D6. D6. That's two. Number two. Taking a two. Two is a fun one. So, uh, every time that you roll a natural 20 for the rest of the episode, you can bank it and roll again, taking the new result. You can then use a banked D20 at any time instead of making any D20 roll. However... Every time that you roll a natural one, I can bank it and Ooh. force you to re-roll and accept the new result. Oh. And then I can impose that natural one on you anytime I choose. Oh. Terrible. You're terrible. There's the balance. There's the balance. Is, that, is, that, is that, that one of those things that is just Adam Connors that Oh yeah. Uh, this will be just Adam Con. Yes. Great. Great. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Um, <laughs> cool. um, I'll go ahead, I'll pull out a yeah, I'm gonna pull out my crossbow. Right now, crossbows out and uh, okay, get the crossbow out. You can see the danger now. It is <laughs> my turn now. This creature, uh, it knows it, it somehow instinctively knows that it can't affect you with its pollen after you have shrugged off the effects, Kanshaka. Uh, it also knows that it is in mortal danger because of your presence. It knows that you are the producer of flames and it must slay you. So it does indeed lash out with these piercing vines and tries to lash you with its thorns. And this is going to be an attack against your armor class. Ooh, that might do it with a, yep, 27. Limbs of Redemption. 
Ah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> nonsense. I hate it so much. Yeah, yeah. It's the Wait, worst. What is this? <laughs> How can a plant even have a redemptive moment? How can it? It is a mindless plant. Uh, the one time it thought about pistols and stamens, Jim. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, What's this thing do? Uh, basically, it makes you feel feel bad. <laughs> you feel guilty of I'm gonna check one thing with glimpse of reduction. Uh, your foe hesitates under the weight of sin as visions of redemption play in their mind's eye. We had a new follow coming. Yeah. You follow? Yeah, we got a follow from Senri forty K. Thank you so much for the follow. Thanks for coming, Senri. Yeah, you made a plant depressed? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to press it like in a book to save the flower. Oh, but Oh, don't press me. Uh, I will go ahead and deal no damage. Um, Yay! That makes deal sense. Deal no damage. The ultimate millennial tool. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can only do it but I, infinity more times. I know. <laughs> only once every single turn for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's really oh. uh, it's it's a ridiculous ability. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I have other actions. So I'll, I mean, I'll take them. I won't just not take them. I will spray pollen at Rias then. So that is going to be uh, a will save from Rias. Please. Oh wait, can I use my counter performance since it's a fish? Uh, Visionary? Uh, that is not uh, a. Is it a reaction? Hold I don't on. think you can see it though. Oh. This oh, isn't, and this there. also isn't. It's not an auditory based thing. It's so I don't think it would work. But it's not. It's also. Uh, that's going to be an eighteen. Eighteen is not a pass. Oh! Uh, it is in fact a failure. You are fascinated. No. Uh, Rias just sort of drops his arms to his sides uh, and begins bow. swaying in place, almost in time to the swaying of the vines. He's just uh, Jim, not doing does, nothing. It does say auditory or visual, but I'm not in there to know what's going on. Or does would that be considered yeah, this visual? Is, or this no? is not an auditory. This isn't a visual or auditory effect. It is okay, a. Okay. It is a. You uh, are yeah, sorry. It is oh, it's fine. Face. <laughs> I just wanted so to ask. Forward. No, it's good. Uh, yeah, uh, the, those bard <clears throat> abilities have always been around in Pathfinder, and it's always like so specific when you can use it. I feel yeah. like that's got to be the goal of every bard is to actually be able to use their counter performances. <laughs> um, but after my turn, because it was two actions to spray pollen, one action to worthlessly attack. Uh, so we have to go to Pipa. Pipa, it is your turn. You are on this carriage. All right, I- uh, am I to the shop? Uh, not quite. You can see the shop from where you are. I'm going to just start inspiring courage and telling okay. the the guy to hurry up while hurry doing up. it. Like, hurry now. We got to go to my friends. Go, 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 go. Okay. So. Uh, this, this driver is just like, okay. And he starts He's uh, driving the carriage forward, inspired courageously by your song. Inspired driving. Uh, Bartimus. Oh, boy. Um, 
I also try to scurry along and hurry up to get into there and battle these plant-like creatures. Or you you manage to scurry up uh, at the end of your action, uh, Bartimus, you would basically be at the doorway right next to Rias, oh, uh, who is I... who is acting mighty ornery right now. Oh, Rias, oh, no. you seem mighty ornery. I feel I should be the ornery one as you have taken away one of the abilities that I have. You have proven yourself most useful. Do not be ornery. That's what I got. That's what you got. <laughs> Oopsie. You can act of your own free will. No, no, nobody drives Oopsie. Hey. <laughs> I want to flip, flip my glaive up, and I just want to yep. come down on this plant thing right in front of me. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it real angry-like. 10 on the die plus 8. 18 to hit it. That's exactly what you needed, my friend. Hey. All right. Four slices uh, damage. Nice. Four slices. This thing uh, spits some green sap, but it is still thrashing about quite mightily. I might as well just swing two more times. Who can stop you? Might as well. Because I got no other options. I got no fire. I got nowhere else to go. Uh, one of them is a four, <laughs> which is, I believe, a critical miss. Don't forget you. Oh yes, have it is a critical miss. Don't just, forget you have uh, guidance. Oh, I do have guidance. Yeah, you give you a plus one, extra plus one. Five. <laughs> Still bad, but <laughs> and then the uh, third one is also not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. One strike, but then you get sort of caught up in all of these. Uh, they call moments. me one one strike oopsie. One strike oopsie. That's what, that's what I'm for. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the next round, Kanshaka. Uh I would like to grab the plant. Grab it. Yes, like either oh. stem or something. I would like to grab the plant. <laughs> no, Con, okay. don't do that. You don't want to plant those. Those are not good. Uh, make an athletics check to try to grapple the plant. Ooh. Not my worst thing. Oh, dear me. We will get you some roses or, or perhaps some daisies, maybe even some begonias, anything else but this. Uh, I believe that was a 23 you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, that's a success. Ooh, you have grabbed the plant. Uh, as Kanshaga has done in every single heroic endeavor, I am now going to cast Produce Flight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cast Produce Flight. Uh, I guess I still need to roll. You still need to hit it, yes. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, that is a 11? Uh, that is that is not a success. Uh, you uh, While you've got the, the plant grabbed, uh, you're finding it very difficult to, to properly concentrate on the spell, and you can't quite get it off, unfortunately. Oh no, Kanshaka! It is Rias's turn. Uh, you are still fascinated, and so you guys watch as Rias just sort of like 
stumbles up into the store closer to the plant. Nothing else happens. Oh, dear me. It is this creature's turn. Do it. And this plant is going to attack. Whoopsie. Do it. <clears throat> Here comes the pain. Oop, well, no, because that is a 16 to hit. Yes. I know Oopsie's got a big old fat armor class and I cannot overcome with a 16. I will take a second attack against Oopsie. I rolled even worse, and I have less of a bonus, so that's not going to work. <laughs> I might as well go crit hunting with a third attack. Here comes the nat 20. <laughs> I can only... Oh, nope, it was another four on the die. That's two wow. fours in a row. Yeah. Uh, what's the point of my dice? They are the worst. <laughs> and it is time for Peepa. Am I there? Yes, you are there. Okay. I'm going to scurry off of the, the carriage and I say, thank you. And then I walk sure. in, I'm going to walk in and see what everyone else looks like, what's going on in there. Uh, would I have seen the state of Rias when he looks like? Uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious that he's just like standing. Like there's this chaotic battle going around him and Rias is just like standing there in the middle of it, not paying attention <laughs> to anything. Can I uh, uh, fascinate him? Uh, you can try to fascinate him, yes. Try so he doesn't do anything dumb. <laughs> uh, maybe he's gonna do some dumb stuff. I rolled a five plus my eight. Yeah, you, you aren't you are not over able to overcome the mental effect that he is under right now. He just he just ignores your performance. And my, I, my back is to you, that's why. Can I try can I inspire courage since it's only one? Uh, I would action, say at this or? point you've definitely used up three actions getting oh, off the car, getting mind. into the shop, and then uh, yeah, trying yeah, to fasten yeah. it. So so that would be your three actions. Yes, Bartimus. Right. Uh, it's time for what you will do. Oh well Bartimus has uh, a great many things to do. He's first he says, Hey, now you give us back our halfling. Uh, oh, you you seem all right, Oopsie. G- good, good job. You you keep hitting it. Uh now also give us back our, 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 our alchemist in training. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I go running up to, to Rius, who I believe is in front of me. Yep. Although do I, because I do know that fire works to stop the fascination. Yeah, no, no, I go running up to him and I say, <laughs> I say, I say, dear boy, I, I am so sorry for this. And I smack him upside the head. God. God like. And you just reach out and smack him across the, the uh, back of the head. And Rias, like, you shake it off suddenly. Like, the, the sting, the stinging pain in the back of your head uh, brings you back to reality. And you realize that you were about to just walk into this thing. And, and who knows what would have happened to you after that. Uh, but you are yourself thanks. once again, thanks to Bartimus's quick and thoughtful intervention. And and I say, please don't be mad at me. And I, I'm just a, a humble bottomist. And then I go to pull out my uh, a, a potion for next round. Gotcha. So you've got a potion in the end after saving Rias from was a, a certain death. Uh, I'm just see. a humble Bartimus. I'm just a humble Bartimus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Rius is cool now, right? He's sorted. Yes, Rius is cool now. Everybody, everybody that you can see is cool at the moment. All right, <clears throat> we're like the coolest. How tall is this thing, Jim? 
Like, uh, it's pretty big. It's a pretty big uh, planet. It's, it's it's almost as tall as uh, your human-sized friends. And then does it have roots going into the ground? No, it seems to be almost like it has just... It, could, it actually looks like uh, it could... Sh- it sort of shuffles about on these long um, root-like vines, but it actually looks like it is growing. It is sprouted from the back of a previous victim. Gross. Okay. Uh, I am going to... Audrey 2. I'm going to try to take the legs out or the the legs out from it with the mm-hmm. glaive. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can actually trip it. And I don't know the mechanics behind that. Uh, tripping is much like any of the other CMB checks or is previously instead of CMB, but now you just use athletics. If your weapon has the trip trait, you can use it to make trip attacks. Uh, forceful, deadly reach. Why have I not been using reach? Um, no. So, no, I guess I'm just going to regular try and trip it. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. So you would have to use your uh, your your regular goblin body to do that. To yeah, yeah. Just I'll just I'll just legs out from under. Kind of like reach in and, and grab sure. one and yank up. Kinda. Sure. Oh, that's the dragons and things logo, Jim Jam. <laughs> I'm told well, that good means for good you. Uh, modifies uh, out to twenty five athletics. But you you trip the plant. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which I believe deals 1d6 points of... Uh, no, if it's on a critical success, it also deals 1d6 points of falling damage. That was not a critical success, but it was indeed a success. So uh, it is tripped. Uh, that was one action? <laughs> yep. Uh, second action. Uh, is this dropping weapons still free? Yeah, you can drop weapons as okay. a free action. Uh, I'll drop my glaive. Okay. Uh, uh, draw my short sword for my second action. Okay. And then third action, I'll just, because I'm still holding this guy, I'm just kind of with my short sword. Okay. So uh, tripping has the attack trait. So this attack will be as if it were as the second the attack second for the round. Copy you. Got it. So I'm only adding plus four to this. Uh, it's not horrible. 16 to hit. Ah. If it had been your first attack, you feel like, man, you would have gotten it. Oh, but, but oopsie. Uh, you, have isn't quite you, have you have edges. You have edges. You have edges. You have edges. I do have edges. And did you add the plus one? No, uh, Peepa stopped inspiring. So I don't know that the edges would get me there, though. But I'll add them. I'll of add course them. they would. I'll add them. What's a 19 do, Jim? Uh, a 19 is a success. That is a hit. Yeah. You did it. You have one. Thank you, guys. Sarah and I'm in for life. Hooray! Um, and Brian Newman forgot Brian Newman there. Uh, this for a total of seven damage. Seven points of damage, and this yeah. plant, uh, you just like hack as it's on the ground trying to like right itself. Uh, you just like hack at the roots with your blade, uh, severing several of them. Uh, green, thin green sap just goes spraying everywhere, almost like blood. And uh, then suddenly, the, the the all of the tendrils just like begin flopping aside as it stops moving, and you have destroyed yes the yellow musk creeper. We did it! Yes, we did it! We did it! Nice. We did it!
What's that? I mean, yes, I, 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 I did so much it. too. Uh, I got fascinated. Jim, uh, before too much of that uh, uh, green blood gets spilled, I, I want to go collect some of that. Sure, sure. You start collecting some samples. Oh, yeah, samples from all no, around. No Can I. Can everything you just said, check out, out so uh, try to squeeze around and check out the. Can I try to check out the body that the plant was growing out of? Yes, you can. Um, uh, make a perception check. Or oh. if, if you actually are like trying to determine like the causes of death and stuff like that, you can do medicine if you've got that trained. Oh, I'm afraid that one is quite dead, Rius. I don't think there's any saving that. Yes. Can I make a perception check around the shop to see why this plant is here? Who put it here? Is someone hiding in the back sure. or like something strange? 14. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, come on. Checking out 14 the plants. for Rius. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I'll use one of my edges. 13. Oh, yeah, I have edges too. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, uh, uh, no, uh, I, I, I already did mine a while ago. I'm not going to use it yet. Uh, Rias, you can see, like, this guy, I mean, he he's in uh, regular clothing. Um, he looks like uh, it looks like he did suffer some wounds maybe prior to the the his death but at the same time like i mean it's really difficult to tell much else just because again like most of his body like this thing like sprouted up out of him like he was a planter i mean it's 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 really kind of gruesome and difficult to determine much else um you can't really get a whole lot of distinguishing features of who this person was or why they were here um everything in here is in total disarray it looks like maybe there was some kind of a struggle before um uh before all of this happened but you don't see any other bodies the only other body that you see is the uh one of the uh people there is uh, another of the townsfolk who is lying nearby they look like they've got some holes that have been like drilled into their head and khan shaka you actually remember seeing this is the guy that like Whatever this plant had wanted to do, it successfully did to this guy. And you're starting to wonder, like, what's going to happen next? Um, Pipa, even as you're looking around, you suddenly notice there's, like, it looks like you can very, very clearly see the veins in in this guy who's lying here uh, in his arm. But then as you're looking at him a little harder, you realize it's not the veins. You actually see one of them twitch suddenly. Uh, this guy, he's either, he doesn't even appear to be dead. Like after, after a moment, Rias, you notice he's actually, he even like takes a, a very shallow breath. He's alive. Um, James wrote a Haver. Before yes. we move on to that, I, I had a question. So yes, <clears throat> as a player, you have, uh-huh. you have informed us that there are rumors going around that there was a green figure that was seen perhaps letting the animals out. Yes. Um, yes. That type of rumor to, to me as a player is something I I'm well aware of, but would 
Bartimus connect those? Like, is it so strong of a rumor that I would be like, boy, green person, plant-like things? Like, would I put those together? Or is that something that would take a little more time to put together? I see no reason that if, if you've been hearing about these things, that it wouldn't strike you like, oh, wait, there was the zoo escape. Oh, wait, now there are these weird plants everywhere. And there are these signs. Like, it's like it, it's sort of the zeitgeist of the city is like something really bad and weird is happening. Uh, we have, and, and this certainly makes sense. Do we have any other information outside of there was a green figure that, that supposedly let out the, the plants? Was there anything else? To no, uh, know the th- th- is there isn't weird. any other concrete information. Uh, I mean, we know what, the Sirota Forest that? is being pretty weird. Yeah, Sirota Forest is being weird. Yes. Would Tom be yep. able to <clears throat> kind of have a guess at what's happening, being a druid and all? <laughs> well, Kanshaka, you feel like uh, maybe, maybe you could make a guess as to what would be causing such a weird uproar. Hey, Jim. Can I use something I yes. haven't used yet between two of them? Who's uh, I have join past, which allows me to touch what are all two these of, weird things. What you like it? No, you like it. Listen. So <laughs> do I? I do I like creatures. it? It's fine. <laughs> Listen, two willing creatures with touches the target's foreheads. You bring them into mental communion. The targets can share thoughts and experiences, but not words. When one target attempts to recall knowledge, the other can aid the first target's skill check using any lore skill, even if that lore wouldn't normally apply without having made any preparations to aid. So you want to use this ability to help somebody recall knowledge. Yes, because Uh, part of the crew was fighting the lion at the zoo, and then some of us, you know, I just figured it'd be useful, Bard. Gotcha. Hey, I'm all for it. Uh, What two willing creatures past do you want to join? Well, who was... So, before all this, who was talking about... uh, I think uh, Bartimus was trying to talk about knowledge, and wasn't Kanshaka... I was trying to put the pieces together to know right. if I would know what a green so, creature that is sentient being able to. I would, I would tug on the both of you's uh, robes and I go, come here. And then I place one hand on Kanshaka and one hand on Bartimaeus and I go, now listen to each other. Well, all right. Uh, Boy, you sure do think about bears a lot. (laughs) Does everyone have the same accents? (laughs) If if their blood doesn't produce sugar very well, why do they keep drinking sweet tea? (laughs) All you you get from Bottomus is just thinking about, I wonder how many more things I can collect here. Oh! Uh, so, Kanshak, I believe that you wanted to make a, uh, a nature check. I rolled and... 25 at the time. <laughs> okay. Um, I believe that it... I believe that you get uh, an attempt to aid Kanshaka using any of your lores, regardless of whether they apply or not. So just whatever your highest lore is, just roll a lore check. Oh, all right. I will use my mercantile lore, which I think will help greatly in that situation. It would not, but the spell says it does. 
I am going to add my eight to that 13, which makes it a 21. And then I will add one of my uh, edges as well. I will say that one came from Brian Newman. You have succeeded in aiding uh, Khan Shaka's nature check, giving him an additional plus one, making his total 26, I believe. 26. You see, Khan Shaka, as you dig deep into your knowledge of of nature... (laughs) All, I, all you can think about is how well clothing sales would do in such a business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put my finger between people's hand and my head. It's like, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I got to use it for the first time. Uh, I would say I never knew there were so many different varieties of bears. <laughs> oh, the bear. <laughs> oh, the bear. <laughs> so Pretty much bears. <laughs> Just him stalking bears. <laughs> Wrestling bears. Uh, Sean, Co- uh, Sean uh, Con Shaka and Oopsie. Sean Kaka. <laughs> Sean Kaka. <laughs> Sean and share past. That'd be a, a very interesting <laughs> bear bear pickle situation. Uh, we are playing Gaffin. Everybody settle down. Uh, Shaka, your your check was successful. You feel like uh, with the rumors that you've been hearing with the upsets in the Sirota forest, with all the things that are now creeping into the city uh, and the reports of the green woman. And the one thing about the reports of the green woman that you recall that now seems to be sharp in your mind because of money and mercantilism, I think, <laughs> is that is that you remember they kept saying she stepped, she stepped out of the tree she stepped out of the great tree that stands in the middle of the zoo. Uh, and you are recalling that spirits of the forest that might turn their wrath upon a city, uh, you may be dealing with an angry dryad. Yep. Which would be bad for everyone. But it could be what's happening. If those reports are true and they're accurate and they weren't just a panic-induced hallucination, there could be a dryad that for some reason has taken is taking vengeance on the people of Cavalosha. So you guys know the term Mother Nature? Well, yes. uh, actual physical form could be coming home and she's kind of pissed that we didn't turn off the oven in time. Long story short, could be a dryad. Uh, if it is a dryad, bet, bet, super bet. They don't care about my love for bears um, or much else other than nature. And uh, I mean, we did just kill a pretty magical plant. Hey, people! Um, do you know much about dryads? I mean, you are the closest thing to like a dryad that I've ever seen, but you're much smaller and less murdery. Not by much, but slightly less murdery. <laughs> Let me roll and see. <laughs> uh, I'll use another edge. Thank you for my edges. So I rolled a 13 plus one, 14 plus five, 19. Math. Nate? Uh, dryads are certainly creatures that you've heard of before. 
Um, you know that a dryad typically is indeed considered a watcher or protector of a of the woods uh, surrounding where they live. You aren't currently necessarily aware of a dryad that lives in the Sirota Forest, but if something had happened in the Sirota Forest that a protector oh. felt was such a violation that they would they would they would start punishing the people of the city. I mean, oh. some of that's like, the, the, these are just sort of thoughts that are floating around in your head as you're thinking about all this. Um, maybe somebody did something that, that, that angered the dryad uh, and, it, and it is somehow seeking some form of justice for this. Um, you're not sure. Did feel a piece of fruit when I told them not to take Take it, Con. I look at Con Shaka. Uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I believe Con Shaka. You mentioned that I left the oven on. I don't <laughs> think that I left any oven on. I'm very good about my utensils that I use for for cooking up my alchemical agents. I, I do not believe this was me. No, I was using the I was using leaves of Hiver. Uh, anyway, uh, no, something must have happened. I don't know what could possibly have happened to anger the spirit of the forest, and now it's taking vengeance on us. Kind of like, kind of like, like Mother Nature's sick of your shit. Well, do you think it has to do with Fairy and the secret mission? Is is oh, Matt, is Matt I left ladder? I'll go get ladder. No. It was the ladder. <laughs> That's what I did it. <laughs> um, it seems you all have been on some other missions. Uh, what what type of uh, secret mission are we are we talking pickle about? Hunting. Pickle hunting. Yes. Oh, pickle hunting. Well, yes. that is fantastic. What type of pickles did you gather? He's kind. <laughs> oh, so just just plain old boring pickles. Now, now, come on, now you you can't kid a kidder, all right? I can tell when you all is bluffing to me, and oh, I, I can tell. I have a keen sense of observation, and I know that that halfling did not go hunting pickles anywhere. All right, he just bought those pickles. Those are those are normal pickles. Oh, we we uh, we saw them from a supplier of. He's all right, all right, all right, all right. You you um, stop lying to good old Bottomus here. Bottomus does not tell you no lies. Now you tell him some truths, all right? Um, I'll, I'll be stern with you. So, um, if I'm being honest with you guys, so um, as constantly walks away from people, kind of hides behind Oopsie, um, there was a fruit that we found and oh. first things with a young boy who is a he's a man now because he took out a magical boar all by himself. Yes, he did. Anyway, um, so I may have uh, taken one of those fruits, and um, I just wanted because it's a good fruit. It would be super powerful. I told fruit. you not to take the fruit, and I get really angry. My teeth like show. <laughs> Sorry, I, I told you. Yes, but it was good fruit. Like fruit that does good things. And it was endangered. <gasps> I just wanted to unendanger it. So what do you do when something's in danger? You take it and put it in a safe area and then you totally try to find a place to grow it so it will grow for naturally and then people can eat the fruit. 
No, you stole it because it's an expensive fruit. Did you put that fruit inside the oven? Is that what we're talking about here? Con no. <laughs> actually takes offense. Con stands up and says, look at me, does it look like I pay for anything? No, he do he's dirty. No. He's dirty, not wearing anything. Really. All no. right, so, so you took a fruit. All right, let's just give the fruit back. No, it's not that easy. It rots after a couple of days. Well, then why is it so rare? That sounds like a normal fruit. Uh, not not a couple days after picking. That's a little fast. What? It's the type of fruit that it was. It was very hard to come by. One that we did not come up by easily. All right. Are we just talking about pickles again? Because <laughs> no, no, you no. cannot kid a kid. I have told you this. No, no. We we we. He took fruit when we when we saved Sandoval on the boar hunt, and. And it, magic fruit, I think. He made a map, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, there was a star map. It was right off, uh, right off the uh, the road, a little, a little bit off the road by Sandoval. But oh, yeah, you only, that's right. you only Let's see. You were there. Your voice was slightly yes. different. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, goblin puberty. Ah. <laughs> now, do we know if Fenrate took anything as well? I don't. Because it was the five. Of us, was it not? I don't, I don't think she took. Fanray didn't take the fruit. Fanray did not take the fruit. So what did she do? Not take the fruit. Well, all right then. It sounds like it's just Kamshaka who took the fruit. <laughs> so we give Kamshaka oh, to Brian. Kashaka, you go dryad. Sorry. Yeah, you just go talk to the dryad. It sounds like you could uh, you could have a conversation and sort of have a discourse the way you, you talk it out. No. Do I, crime, you do time. Oh, as, as, I know do crime. Fruits, fruit grows. It's there to be eaten. But I told you not to pick the fruit. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people, say, people say that fruit say don't take. I have never seen anything quite as exquisite as an angry little plant creature. <laughs> this is fascinating to me. People, have you thought? Have you mulled over my my offer for just a, a slight sample of your tissue? <sighs> as great as it is, all of us speaking about these plants as well. What are we going to do with this giant mess? We can't just leave it here. That's the guy outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we should be helping that gentleman out there. This is, quite <laughs> oh, frankly, none of our him. business. It giant, sounds giant like you've got name, some sort giant of... Mess Ambrose. <laughs> is that if there's some sort of secret mission that you were on, perhaps the person that got you on that mission could could deal with this particular instance with the fruit. But this is not our deal. Uh, we was, have been... I have been promised three scales. At what... Well, yes, all right, it was Kancha. Anyways, why don't we go take the man over across town? Yes, yes that's that's a good idea. The plants are dead. Let's go. And Kancha are you going to walk out. Can we burn I, the pla- I follow Kanchaka and I'm behind him poking at him and I'm going, this is not over. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, you're adorable, but I will burn you. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Well, now, hold on. Let's not fight amongst the group here, all right? It's clear the Khan Shaka was wrong, and he's very sorry about that. And one day, perhaps, he will, he will rectify that situation. But until then, let's take this nice, calm man over here who's being entertained by Philip and being all quiet-like, so thank you, sir. And we will just <laughs> take him all the way across town to his jewelry shop. Yes. And just leave this plant and everything here right inside this room without doing anything with it. Well, perhaps we could tell the authorities who are probably clearly already on their way as there are dead bodies out in the street. <laughs> this would be a horrible <laughs> town if they didn't show up in time. <laughs> well, I do suppose there is probably a bear playing in that puddle and they come down the alley and we'll see that it is blocked by a giant oh, carrier. Yeah. Oh, goodness, you're right. There's a bear playing in a puddle and there are dead bodies. They are going to get all sorts of confused about this. We need to go get... Uh... Con bolts. Con bolts. Con's gone. <laughs> but there's a, oh, there's a carriage God. in the way. Screaming for baby. <laughs> Run over that carriage. <laughs> this is God's white grace. Trying to be a point of reason. Chaotic mess of a group. <laughs> Oopsie, not chaotic. Oopsie, That's true. Good. Uh, as Con Shaka, you bolt... Uh, realizing that Barry is still out there somewhere. You know you have to go collect him. Uh, as you are all making your way out, uh, and, and Rias, you're sort of like standing in the middle of the shop, like, look at, oh, like, what are we, guys? Hey, uh, the man uh, who you had determined was not dead suddenly begins to, like, groan and, oh, yeah. and sort of right. And, and it looks like he's trying to, like, push himself up onto like he's still very weak it looks like he's trying to push himself up so he can get up but he keeps like falling falls forward and it looks like he's starting to come around but you can see like beneath his skin like occasionally like just these bulging growths uh, as he is indeed actively transforming before your eyes oh that was my question was he moving like the plant Oh, yeah. No, you guys can tell that, like, very soon he is going to be a problem. He is currently not a problem, but it is it is probably going to be an issue uh, pretty soon. Oops, uh, kill. I'm going done. to yell back up. He's still moving. Oopsie fix. Yes. I just charge it with my glaive. Okay. Like uh, you charge him with your glaive and just like jab him in the back. Uh, 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 sap and blood in equal mixture just sprout out of the wounds. Uh, and, and after a moment, like he just falls flat and still and uh, does not move or groan again. <laughs> I just want to bring back a piece of uh, no flesh for Bartimus. Huh? Okay. I said, I'm glad that guy probably had no information for us. <laughs> Yes, Luckily, that's not what I was going to ask him at all. <laughs> Luckily. Uh, Khan Shaka, you collect your bear, who did not do any of the things that you asked it to do. Uh, and But is equally happy, is just like happy to see you and then acts like nothing is wrong. Uh, you are reunited. Uh, your, your charge, who... Um, who at this point has been sitting out in the carriage uh, listening to you guys argue about triads and plants and fruits uh, doesn't say a word to anybody for the rest of your trip into the bright world. <laughs> um, and... Uh, but you are able to complete your delivery uh, of him to 
precious things, a jewels jewelry store in the Bright Quarter, without any other further business. And then I, I pull out the documents that we have for the mission, and I, I hold them out in front of him, and I say, I trust that our service was satisfactory. Uh, if you will just mark down uh, five stars here at the bottom, we will be on our way. Um, he just sort of looks at you and looks at the survey, looks at you, looks at the survey again, just turns around and walks into the jewelry shop uh, and, oh, and you disappears don't need to get a inside. Pen. I, I have a pen. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it for you. And I just mark <laughs> five stars. Uh, the driver at this point sort of steps off the carriage and says, um, I believe that uh, payment was settled with your employer, so you can, you'll be collecting from from them. Um, I would, I, I would leave uh, Master Ambrose alone uh, and out of this. Um, I, uh, I uh, don't believe that he was pleased with the service, but uh, at the same time, I suppose we are here safely. So, um, I guess job complete. Well, now, now, sir, before you leave, I just have one question for you. Had you ever in your life seen a dancing flying bear before? I, no, I, I had, I had not. Well, then it couldn't have been that bad a day, could it? Good day. And I turn around and start to head back. The dwarf driver just looks thoroughly flummoxed as, as all five of you head back towards HEI headquarters. Uh, with your job technically complete. Um, you make it back to HEI, and you can see that there is a hubbub of activity. Uh, in, in You guys especially are sort of pulled aside almost immediately when you arrive. Uh, the uh, One of the administrators, uh, the scarred elf that you are very used to dealing with uh, at, at this point, sort of sits you all down in this room and he seems very, very concerned. Uh, normally, you're used to him looking very beleaguered, and and he's always rushing around as if he has a million things to do, and you're simply not on a list of priorities. But right now, he seems very calm uh, and measured, uh, but very worried. You can sort of read the anxiety. Maybe calm was the wrong word, because he, he just looks very measured. Uh, he looks like he's he's really trying to, to process a lot. Uh, he says, well... Um, so we've we've reviewed what happened today. Uh, first, of course, you were able to keep the client safe and reacted to an unexpected turn of events admirably. So good job. You will, of course, be paid three scales for the day. Um, but uh, I, I believe that we may have a wider problem in the city than we were aware of until about an hour ago. Uh, after collecting witness reports uh, from the incidents that you were involved in, uh, we've also noted uh, several reports uh, worth the city watch that indicate that this is not the only sighting that has occurred today. Uh, last night, people were attacked at three different locations in the city by similar creatures. We think that there is some sort of outbreak that is developing, and we're going to have to work in conjunction with authorities to, to keep that from spreading, uh, as it seems to be doing so alarmingly fast. Uh, we actually have an opportunity here. Uh, locals have barricaded a warehouse on Barrow Street and locked it down. And there is a report that some of these creatures are inside. Uh, we believe 
that we can be of aid to the city by offering to clear the warehouse, uh, but our motives, I admit, uh, we, we have uh, another goal here in mind. Um, a, a very uh, learned alchemist and, and scholar that we work with believes that these creatures uh, are not lost and that if one of these creatures could be brought here uh, alive as they are indeed alive and not undead as we first assumed and those who first saw them assumed, uh, we believe that if we could get them into this uh, facility safely, we could study them and determine exactly what it is, of course, that we're dealing with. I would like to send you uh, to do this as I believe that some of you have already been exposed to the pollen and are thus immune to its effects. Uh, and therefore, it is quite honestly safer to send you than it is to send other people who may be more susceptible to it. If you could go, clear the warehouse of these creatures, but bring us one of them uh, here. It, it must still be alive. Uh, we need a living specimen. Uh, at that point, you will assist our researcher in trying to see if uh, their experimental medical procedure can indeed save the host for this plant parasite. And if that's possible, why we could have a cure on our hands, uh, which would be quite profitable for the company. Oh, good, good. I was going to volunteer myself for the, uh, for the, the, uh, uh, yep. All right. We do need you to go now. We, if we're going to develop this cure and, and uh, of course, distribute it, uh, we need to be the first ones to do it. Yeah. For legal wagon. reasons. We get wagon? Bring back? Oh, yes. We will be supplying a wagon uh, with, with an area that you can safely transport the captured specimen. Um, uh, yes, indeed. Well, excellent. Uh, our Halfling driver, Oopsie, is a fantastic pilot of carriages and wagons galore, as well as boats and any other vessels. You Oopsie it. drive dog, too. <laughs> Including dogs. Isn't that amazing? Uh, he's more than welcome to drive the wagon, yes. Well, you hear that, Oopsie? You get to drive the wagon. Oopsie's already out the door to the car. <laughs> He's in the motor pool. He's waiting for this wagon. <laughs> well, I'm ready. Who is the, who else is ready? Let's go. Let's do this. It's, well, what, what part of town do we have to head to? Where is this warehouse at? Uh, he provides an address. Uh, you know the area. Let's see. I had it written down, and I lost it. Is this the same warehouse we went to? No, this is not a this is not a warehouse that you have currently been okay. to. Um, I had that. I had a I had a street name. I was prepared, and I can't find it in this document. So um, you know where it is. You can get there, <laughs> Jim. On our on our way over there, um, mm -hmm. obviously, it sounds like those in our party have have more of an intimate knowledge that. There's some there's some stuffs going down in the forest, and now we've got this dryad situation that's happening here in the city as well. Yeah. Is, is there anything else in the realm, the news wise, that is coming in? Like are our travelers saying that they're experiencing problems in the forest, or any other? Uh, make, a, make a society check. righty. I will make a society check. Is it actually a check? I'd be darned. Oh, all right. I'm I'm not rolling bottomuses today. <laughs> I will tell you that. 
22, and I will add two of my edges to that. Okay. Uh, oh, holy cow. Hang on. Uh, this is important. Uh, Daners, I believe you know Daners, Jim. I do know. She, Daners has donated quite a bit of money. Uh, she says it's all your money. No, hang on. I'm just kidding. She says uh, $5 to help Jim, then $10 okay. to help Lamar, hashtag yeah. Black Lives Matter, $5 to help Diana, $5 to help Jared, $5 to help Adam Brady, $5 to help Adam Khan. I believe the hashtag Black Lives Matters was because of the cause, and that was associated with all of those various donations. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you for helping us and for helping the cause. Edges for everyone. God, we're so edgy, guys. So That's edgy. excellent. And I believe our donation is now over 1100 for the week. Nice. Woo, woo, woo. We still got things in space coming. Oh, oh yeah. That's Burn amazing. Stuff uh, Sorry, Jim. So uh, using two no, of my no. buffs would take me to a 24 for, for society. 24. Uh, the major things have definitely been uh, all of the events that you're currently already aware of. You do know, uh, you, uh, having, having surprisingly enough been paying attention, I guess, to the news of late, uh, there have been some reports uh, a lot of operations uh, uh, that were that were uh, going on in this sort of forest have been put on hold for various reasons, some of which are public, some of which are sort of just more like, hey, these things have been put on hold without a reason given. But it certainly makes sense if there's a lot of disruption going on, that perhaps there is sort of a widespread pattern of danger that uh, you, you've definitely seen a lot of the big things. But now that you're aware of that, you're also starting to piece together that maybe some of these other smaller stories are also related to this. And there is some kind of very serious issue going on. Um, it could indeed all be connected. Okay. Yeah, let's go to this warehouse. And I, I inform everybody that there's, you know, now that I've thought about it, there certainly are some other things. And I kind of point all those out to them and, and mention that, Boy, this oven theory of yours is really heating up. In the cart, are there ropes or chains or a box or anything? Yes, so the cart that they have outfitted for you actually has, uh, you can all ride in it, uh, but it also has like a caged off area where uh, if you needed to, to, sometimes you take on like bounty hunting jobs and stuff like that too, where you have to transport somebody who might uh, uh, need a, an area to be in where they don't pose a danger to you. So this is one of those wagons and uh, Oopsie is, is given the reins without question. Uh, he can drive that wagon uh, yeah. as you begin making your way towards this warehouse um, Oops, he's just the happiest guy you've ever seen. <laughs> just driving this thing. How happy? What's his face look like? <laughs> <laughs> Not even looking at the road. He doesn't even care <laughs> that there's zombie plants running around. You realize all of a sudden that the reins that he has aren't really connected to anything. There's another driver who's actually driving. He's just like the kid with the controller. He's playing into that. He's getting player two treatment. I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm carefully following the movements of Oops's hands as he would be steering the car. And I'm noticing that it feels like he's trying to aim for the puddles and the people. 
that are all <laughs> along the street. You realize that he would have flipped the cart like in the first three minutes. <laughs> he wouldn't have fall. even left the the HEI parking lot before before he flipped the cart. Uh, but luckily, uh, somebody. Somebody else is driving now. No, no, no. Oopsie, oopsie's a good driver. He gets where you're going safely. Uh, the wagon rumbles through the streets for maybe 20 minutes before you come to a stop. Uh, and when you look out, you see the warehouse is surrounded by a group of people who are presumably ones who have set up the barricades around the doors and the windows that you can see. One of these people notes your approach and walks over as you're getting off the wagon. He points to a ladder that leads up to the roof and says, well, we got the lower level access blocked off. Some shambly things can't get out there, but, but there's a skylight on the roof that you can come on down through. Now, we think there's a couple of them things in there, but we didn't really get a head count. We all just kind of pitched in and, and blocked it off so we can keep ourselves safe. So you just uh, you go on there and clear them out. Now, I understand that you're supposed to bring out one of them things kicking. So so you just knock on the door three times, and then you pause, and you knock two more times, right? And that's how we're going to know to move the barricades and let you out the front door, okay? Well, I say, what, what is your name, dear boy? I like the cut of your jib. You you seem to have a, 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 a voice about you that I, I just relate to. Oh, my name is Dave. Well, all right, Dave. I am Bottomus, and this here is Philip, and there's Khan Shaka, Whoopsie, Peepa, and Rias. Well, hello. It's well, good to see you coming to our rescue. They say you guys are heroes. Is that right? Oh, well, some of us are, and some of us are just humble Bottomuses. All right, humble Bottomus. Uh, uh, you look like a hero to me. I wouldn't be going in there. Them things is is scary. I, I heard a, that if they hit you, then then you you turn into one of them. I put a, I put a hand on his shoulder and I say, "My dear Dave, you and the others like you are heroes yourself. When action was needed, you jumped in and you made it happen, and you have protected others. Now, let the paid licensed heroes take it from here. But know that you, sir, are a hero deep down in your heart." Forever and always. Khan's walked away. <laughs> uh, you can see that Dave is just kind of like, oh, oh, you know, uh, m- maybe, maybe that, maybe, but, uh, you know, thank you, thank you. And uh, he's sort of blushing, doesn't seem to know how to process all the attention, but uh, but uh, Khan Shaka has already made his way over to the ladder, <laughs> which indeed leads right up to the roof. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, on my way to follow Khan up the ladder, uh, I walk over very intent to the ladder. I pause in front of Dave, hand him up a pickle. Whoopsie fix. And then I go climb the ladder. Dave takes your pickle and crunches on it thoughtfully as he watches you ascend. <laughs> At some point, I would lean over to Khan Shaka, perhaps after we get up the ladder and we're on the roof. And out of earshot of everybody else, I'd say to him, uh, my dear Khan Shaka, Name your price, dear boy. What is it that you want for that fruit? Hmm? Oh, I, uh, unfortunately, I don't want any money. I don't really use it or need it because, you know, players don't really care about money and plants don't take it. I just wanted the fruit because it's good fruit and it's delicious and it's nutritious. Really, like, literally nutritious. Like, the best thing you could possibly eat. Like, if you got, like, cut, you ate it, the cut would, like, heal over real quick. 
Well, now, my boy, do you still have a piece of this fruit? Because I would happily take a, a small sample of that, and I would trade you in in kind. Oh, oh no, good sir. I'm already I'm already talking to somebody about using the seeds to something else, but I don't. We gotta we gotta keep it hush hush right now. Well, now, my dear boy, I happen to have some very valuable. And I can't, I can't say this too loudly. I happen to have some valuable eggs, my dear boy. That perhaps we could make a trade <laughs> in kind. <laughs> I saw those eggs. Those are eggs of not bears. I don't like those eggs. Well, they could be made into a bear. You don't know what the alchemical ends could be. Khan <laughs> slowly backs away. Thank you, sir, but no thank you, sir. Well, just think about it there, Khan Shaka. You are a smart, savvy businessman. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you all in, in in due time make it up to the roof where you do indeed see that there are several large skylights that look like they can be opened to allow air to move in and out uh, and to provide sunlight for the workers down below. And uh, right now, none of them are open, but it does look like they could very easily be opened or smashed if they had to be. Uh, um, what do you do? How high are these skylights? Uh, you're probably about 20 feet up. It's a pretty large domed building. And can we see any of the creatures walking around in there? Sure. Uh, make a perception check. 19. One nine. 19. It is pretty dark down there. Um... Uh, since all the windows, uh, it's getting later in the day, and uh, on top of that, all of the ground-level windows, at least, have been boarded up. Uh, but it does look like every so often you'll see like some shuffling movement as, as something down below moves. Uh, and then, just as you're about to turn away, it's really hard to get a count because like, they don't seem to be like grouped together or moving in any kind of... like. Sometimes you'll see like movement and you're not even sure, like, okay, well, was that the one that I just saw three seconds ago or is it a different one? Like, it's really difficult to tell. You know that there's, there's at least a couple of them down there. Uh, but then, just as you're about to turn away, you see what looks like, like maybe a bull or an ox that like starts moving around like it makes no sense it's like somebody let a, a cow into the building and it's also down there um is 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 cow is cow plant uh, well, that's an interesting question I, to ask. Is a cow a plant? In some ways, you can uh, grow no, no, a cow. No, no. In some ways, you can... grab the ladder off the side of the building. How is in there? <laughs> uh, the ladder is actually like like the rungs are attached to the building to allow uh, roof access. So it's not like a ladder that you can pull up. Uh, uh, there is, however, sorry, I forgot to mention because you were looking down there. There is a catwalk not too far below the skylights. Okay. Uh, and then there's like stairs that go from the main floor to the catwalk. So you, you, you aren't in danger of like just falling down the 20 feet. And but I mean, you don't care. I can you could do that. <laughs> well, now I have an interesting proposal for you all. If all we're to do is to get one of these creatures when they seem to be fairly mindless, why don't we just sort of go fishing for one? We could lower down a rope and just sort of snag it and pull it up. You tie oopsie to rope, oopsie grab, you pull up. Uh, oopsie small. I like that plan even better. There's a sort Can of have pageantry to it. Maybe maybe get the cow? 
Uh, uh, Jim, I'm going to look at the cow and see if we can make a nature check to see if it's a plant cow. Uh, sure, make a perception check to see if you can find it as it's 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 moving about mm, down there. Mm, mm, I can a, cast light a, down there. That's a ten. <laughs> ten, yeah, it's difficult. Like, there's a lot of shadows. Uh, there's a lot of like boxes and crates and stuff. So you're not even sure where he's talking about this creature. That's a bad guy. Uh, difficult bad to see. <laughs> I can cast light as well. You can. Well, we don't all need to brag about our abilities, people. I, I have the gift of gab. Oops, it can drive carts. Hand me something, please. I look at Barnabas. Uh, all right. I hand her a, uh, a, a handkerchief. Okay. <laughs> then I cast light on it. Okay, it glows. Is it used? And then that's why I'm holding it at the edge. And then I... Well, that's the I, used edge. Great. And I throw it down one of the skylights after okay. opening the uh, You open the skylight and it, and it goes and it just starts fluttering down, down, down. Uh, and it gets caught on the, the catwalk. <laughs> it doesn't get down to the ground. <laughs> Does, <laughs> now cow knows. Does anyone have rope that long? Yep. Oopsie, oopsie, have. I do. Well, you know, oopsie. I do think that this is a mighty fine planet, and we have a lot of bodies down there on the outside that uh, they look like strong, able-bodied uh, individuals. That we could all help out, get them, and and lower you down there, and then pull up together. Actually, if, if memory serves me right, which it doesn't a lot of times, but if memory serves me right, we're actually supposed to stop all. We're all supposed to we're supposed to stop all this stuff because if we just grab one and run away, and then we don't take care of the problem, it could grow, and then they could break out of the barrier that's here. So we should actually probably take out the ones that we're not going to capture. Well, let me look yes. in the folio. I look in the folio. Is that what that says in the folio? Uh, it does note that you are supposed to secure the area. However, you also note that the entire point of these of this experiment is to see if this condition can actually be cured with an experimental procedure. And you're wondering, well, it's like, well, if you if these people can be cured and you kill them all, then these are presumably people that could be cured that you're killing. Oh. I raise my hand for the lowering oopsie plan, Mission Impossible style, which I don't know what it is, but I'll... He's already tied the uh, <laughs> harness around him. He's oopsie Jenkins. He's ready to go. <laughs> oopsie has already oopsie leapt. In. Oopsie's already grabbed one of these creatures and is, <laughs> is halfway back to the headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all the time. I, I shout over the side. Uh, Dave, could, could, you, could you and a couple of your uh, fellows down there uh, help us out in some in some very safe, non-dangerous situation. We are simply going to lower down one of our own, and we need the muscle to help raise them back up with this rope. Uh, Dave looks a little confused at first. He's looking around. Make a diplomacy check. Give oh. yourself a plus one bonus because you were previously so nice to Dave. T- tell him how poopsy he gives pickle. Oh, diplomacy, you say? I wonder if I have any points in that. Oh, I do. I do. All right. Uh, with the plus one, there's a there's a, a dirty 20, and I'm going to add another one of my edges to make it a 21. 
I think that'll do it. Uh, uh, you know, sort of puffed up a little bit from all of the previous compliments that you showered upon him, telling him he's a hero. Now he has a chance to really participate in an actual heroic endeavor. Uh, and he sort of talks to a couple of his buddies. And, and, and sure enough, within about uh, five minutes, you've got three extra able-bodied men up on top of the roof. We're like, okay, well, well what is it that you want us to do? We're, we're here to help. Well, it's very simple. We're, we're going to tie this rope. Well, that rope's already been tied, actually, around that small halfling there. And then we're, we're going to hold the other end of it, and we're just going to lower him down, and he's going to go fishing for one of them there critters. And uh, he's going to try to pull it up. Before Oopsie goes, I just go, go, Oopsie, go, and cast Gaia. <laughs> I want to ch- check to see how well he tied the rope, <laughs> because he was doing it to himself. I make sure. sure. Make a perception check. <laughs> Um, so Jim, that's a, that's a natural one. Oh, I'll keep that one. Go ahead and have a different role. Uh, Thanks, Con. I'll hold on to that natural one for my own. Like I'm going hanging over a field of monsters or nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible, Con. This was your guys' choice, not mine. Uh, it's going to be an eight. You've done a bad Eight total. (laughs) Now, is that total or on the die for your second one? No, that's, that's total. Uh, Okay. Uh, it, sure. It seems, it seems neat. Uh, it seems like, uh, Oops. it seems like you did just fine. Thank uh, you. Does anyone want to you, you hold, you hold Oopsie's pickles. He'll be back for them. You want me to hold your pickles? And I give, I give, I give, uh, Reese my, uh, pickle pouch. Uh, that's trademarked. Pickle pouch. <laughs> pickle pouch. Okay. All right, I'm I'm ready. Uh, Con, right. Con and Barry grab the edge of the rope. <laughs> okay. the the three The three helper helpertons who you've called up grab onto the rope as well. Uh, I will be supervising this endeavor, and I will be I will be the eyes and the ears of it, and I will be leaning down over, the, looking over, peering through the hole. I will okay. lean as well because I have no strength. <laughs> okay. You guys are looking over the edge, watching. Uh, Rias, is there anything that you wanted to do? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm actually um, just in case, oopsie, if you get into any trouble at all, I'm going to go up. I'm going to touch touch oopsie on the shoulder, and I'm going to cast Undeath's Blessing on him. Oh. <clears throat> What's that do? So basically, instill the touch of the grave for the duration, harm spells that treat the creature as undead, and heal spells treat creatures as living. So you get healed by harm spells and by healing spells as well, too. In addition, harm spells gain a plus two status bonus to the hit points restored to the target. So, so you, you can blast me with a magic move. missile or something. Yeah, I can hit you with like harm spells and I can heal you for it. So. That's pretty cool. Neato. That's a good spell. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I don't, I don't do spell. heal spells, so that's the only way I can really heal people. Really well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so you are you are kind of dead now. You're a little bit dead. Oops, and being lowered. always dead anyway. Yeah, that, that that's actually that's my sorcerer focus spell that I can do. That's cool. That's a really cool one. That's a good spell. That's solid. How long does that last? Uh, a minute. Nice. Okay. So, we can only hope that Mission Impossible does not last for more than a minute. Uh, as you begin 
lower get to get lowered down into the uh into the pit uh i will have uh, uh probably khan shaka because you were the one sort of at the head of all this i'm gonna have you make a strength check and every for every person that you're helping you're gonna additional plus one to that so that's three people who are on the rope from down below so that's a plus three uh to this on top of your normal strength athletics sorry that's oh thank god athletics. Uh, not terrible. Uh, that's 16. Okay. You are able to very steadily lower Oopsie down, down, down until he's just above the surface of the floor. Now, Oopsie, because you are sort of like on this rope and you don't have your, your range of motion, I'm going to say that you're flat-footed, uh, but, but not immobilized. Uh, you, but you, you can basically move within a limited range around where you are if you need to. Uh, but I would say that you are flat footed at the moment. Uh, and what do you do? Uh, first you're dangling of all, right now. First of all, I want to thank you for not using that natural one and lowering <laughs> me down. <'cause> uh. <laughs> that's where Ben would have used it. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, let's see. Is that cow anywhere near me? Uh, make a perception check. I want everybody to take a moment and remember the scene in the sandlot when they're all peering over. Thirteen. One, three. Thirteen. Uh, you don't notice. You know what? So here's what we're going to do. You don't notice anything right away. But what we are going to do is we're all going to roll initiative. Now, Khan Shaka. I'm actually going to have you roll your athletics as your initiative check. Everybody who's on lookout is going to roll perception as normal. Ugh, athletics is worse, though. Brick! I nice. 10 for every initiative tonight. I mean, uh, three. I rolled a three. Um, did you roll another bad. one? Stop. Oh, did you get another one, Rias? <laughs> Prius yes. is not playing this game. Prius, <laughs> don't worry. I'm going to let you roll your initiative again so that I can bank that natty one. Oh. <laughs> roll it again? No, I did oh, not. Okay. But it, my guys hate me tonight. That's a three on the die. So <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Oopsie going to die. Prius yeah. tried to talk to me, by a the, voice of reason. By and the it's power not of tears, guys. Um, I got an eight. Oh. All right. That, yeah, this is all adding up to success. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. I'm on a 23 uh, if that matters. Hey, you know, it does matter. <laughs> actually. Jordan, Oopsie, it's Scott good because you're kind of on your own on this one. So it's really good that you're going early. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Bartimus, what are you at? Oh, my boy, I'm at an 18. Hey, that's actually Ooh. a good initiative. Bartimus has decided to play the game tonight. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> uh, let's see, am I forgetting? Rias, what was your total? Sorry. Eight. Eight for Rias. Oh, no. Uh... All right. It was on a 17. It goes 17 3. Oopsie, you're feeling kind of vulnerable now that you're actually down here. You're looking up at your companions. They seem so far away from you. And then you hear like something thud and like knock over a crate and movement towards you. And you realize very suddenly that maybe offering to be bait was not the best choice. However, you are currently... uh, uh, 
currently safe. Um, now, basically, uh, if there's any actions you want to take, you can. Uh, just as a reminder, in case there is, uh, in case anybody wants to ready an action, it is two actions to ready an action. So basically, you spend two actions on your turn to ready an action for a few, for a trigger. Uh, just so you're all aware. Uh, and oopsie, what do you want to do? I'm still, I'm still free swinging, essentially. Yeah, you're basically like, like you're, you're the tips of your feet can like touch the ground, but you're not actually like on the ground. Can I wiggle out of the harness, but still leave the loop there? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make uh, acrobatics. That's <laughs> uh, not the worst. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, you know, it, it, it takes like all three of your actions to sort of wriggle out of the harness because you're trying to also make certain that the loop is going to be there so you can sort of dive back into it if you need to or, or perhaps trap something in the loop. Uh, but but you do manage to get wriggled out uh, and you're thinking, okay, it's probably still intact. Uh, Bartimus, is oh. there anything that you want to do? Well, I certainly wasn't expecting to go this soon. Um... I I will ready in action. Okay. Uh, I would like to uh, ready a Tanglefoot bag. I have been doing some studying since last adventure. Ah. I learned learned of this other alchemical agent, uh, reagent, excuse me. Uh, Yes, a Tanglefoot bag. So I'll ready one of those, and I would like to throw it at any um, uh, one that approaches Oopsie in a in a manner that seems like he can't get it, if that makes sense. Another, if he's sure. targeting one, then I'm going to let him just get that one. But so, there's another so you're going to let him get up. the first one. Yeah. It'll target the second creature that sort of closes in on him. Good looking out. Uh, it is then my turn. And indeed, oopsie, it looks like two of these creatures have have their attention on you. Uh, and you note uh, shuffling movement as they begin closing in around you. You're still right next to that loop. Uh, and, and both of them start closing in on you, one from the north, one from the south, uh, shuffling forward. Uh, Bartimus, you do notice that there are two creatures making their way towards Oopsie. Do you want to use that Tanglefoot back now? Or is that a... Holding on to it still. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll make the decision for for Oopsie. Sure. Um, I will attempt to entangle one of these creatures. Okie dokie. So you chuck it down. Okay, uh, I sure do. And I believe it's a, an attack. There's an attack. And by golly, I may have done it, my boy. Uh, that would be a 22. That is a success. But you know what would be awesome and hilarious? Well, you shouldn't do that. If you critically failed and hit Oopsie with the Tanglefoot bag instead. (laughs) That would be so funny. And that's exactly what happens as Wild Magic allows me to replace your roll with a natural one. Well, Jim, using the power of the audience, (laughs) I will choose after your... Counter to counter you with a re-roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I think I already know where this is going, but it's fun anyways. <laughs> well, shoot. And and, and poo-poo caca. Uh, that's a bottomist right there. 
that's a nine. A nine. But not uh, a, but not a one. But it's not a one, and a nine is not a critical failure. Uh, so you do not, in fact, catch Oopsie with your Tanglefoot bag. But Oopsie, you do see a Tanglefoot bag go splat onto the ground next to one of these creatures, uh, leaving you still facing two of them that have not been Tanglefooted. And you see Bartimus up above just kind of oh, like, I think I must have dropped that. <laughs> Uh, they are able to get to you with both of their actions. However, they don't have another action with which to uh, to grab onto you. However, because they are ending their movement adjacent to you, they're reaching tangly vines, try to trip you up, and you need to make two reflex saves against that. All right. The first one is going to be an eight. Nope, a 20. 20 is a success. You managed to dodge out of the way of the first one. And the second one, uh, also a 20. Oh, hey, you are you are ready for this. You remember your training from earlier. Uh, you dip, dodge, duck, dive, and dodge, and managed not to get entangled by either of these things, thrashing vines. Though you do note that you are now facing off two of the against two of these creatures, uh, flanking you on either side. And this might be, you might be in a pickle. Ha! <laughs> how, long, how long been holding that one? Uh, I, I just came up with it. Uh, Pipa, it is your action. You see that? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, you see your friend is in is in a little bit of trouble. Do you have any way to help him? Uh, can I look down and see if there's anything I can throw? Uh, yeah, there's there's lots of junk everywhere. I mean, this warehouse is a mess, so can junk I, is not a problem. Can I throw a piece of junk? At one of the two that's trying to go after him? You can. You can. Okay, throw that see. junk with your mind. Oh, no junk. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Uh, you're trying so hard. No, it's not worth it. You're trying so hard not to hit uh, Oopsie and make it worse for him. You know what? You end up, what? I don't. Can I use my reroll? I, you sure? I have two yeah, rerolls. You can. Yeah. Okay, thank you for my reroll. Oh, come on. You got another one. Uh, I'm going to use another reroll. <laughs> Thank you for my reroll. Nice. Okay, that's better. 13 plus 8. 21. 21. That 21. is a success. Uh, we finally hit a number that'll work. Yay. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Oh, I dropping drop dice this week. Okay, here we go. The, the three, uh, seven points damage. Seven points of damage. You whip a piece of wood, a broken wood down, and it just splats right into this thing, the rear of this thing's shoulder. Uh, and it barely seems to notice, even though its arm is now just like actually hanging off, only attached by some of these vines that are still uh, grown into its flesh. And after that, it is... Khan Shaka's turn. Now you know that you're on hauling duty, but you haven't really gotten a signal to haul anything yet. What do you want to do, if anything? Uh, I would like to use my animal handling abilities to try to teach the bear how to whistle as we wait. Try to teach the bear how to whistle? Yep. Make a nature check. They have very dexterous lips, Jim. Uh, nature uh, 26. 
26. Um, uh, you, you get the, you get it to the point where the bear is, is trying to mimic the, the motions with your mouth that you're made that so it's like trying to do this. Uh, you know, you just keep working at it. Eventually, maybe the bear will be able to listen. Uh, Rias, do you have anything that you can do to aid this situation? Yeah, so the the one that just got hit by Peepa, I want to, you see that blue crackling in my fingers, and I want to do a ray of enfeeblement at the other one. All right. Uh, it's going to be... Da, da, da. And I hit that. Okay, cool. I, I was just going to do that. Um, that's going to be a 24 to hit. 24? Four is a critical hit. Oh. So, uh, uh, so it does hit, so you need to make a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Uh, uh, 14. I don't think that's going to do it. Nope. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, he's going to be enfeebled 2. Enfeebled 2. Is this the one that uh, that people already hit, or is this the one that this has was, not been This hit? was the other one, the other one that was not damaged. Nice. All right. Well, if, if Oopsie chooses correctly, maybe that'll actually make it a lot easier to capture. Mm. You can only hope. But it is the top of the next round, and it is up to Oopsie now. Oopsie, you see that you're in a tight spot but perhaps your friends who are raining down with spells and objects from above will make this okay. Okay, here's my plan, Jim. You tell me what I got to roll or if I can even do it. Okay. Oopsie, last week we learned he likes jumping things. Uh-huh. Uh, he wants to jump towards this this whole, this circle in the knot in the road, uh-huh. kind of s- use the momentum to swing around and circle the soleil and wrap one of these things up and then just hold on to the rope and hope my people rope me right up there. You know, it is an incredibly overcomplicated way of doing something that you could probably accomplish with, with fewer actions <laughs> and less risk, but I'm going to allow it. So absolutely, yeah. Jim, uh, make an acrobatics check to try to jump into the loop of the harness that you have created for yourself. Uh, I'm going to add my edge to this. Okay. Can I add two of my edges too? <laughs> Sure. 15 on the die. Oh, well, all right. Plus You're doing, five you have to for athletics, start. plus one for my edge. Okay. Plus two for me. Plus two, so 23? Four, right? Four? 24, okay. Uh, that's, that, that, that does it. You, like, leap into the loop. It's <laughs> like, field. It's like when you, uh, it's like you leap and do the Superman swing and a tire swing. Yeah. Uh, ah, fine. Forward. Now you need to make a second athletics or acrobatics check to try to angle yourself so that you will wrap up your quarry. And here's where it all goes to poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a respectable 16. 16 total? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll add I'll add my plus yeah. one to that. I'll add a plus one too. All Eight. right, I Eight. will give you two more. Twenty, dirty twenty. I'll you give him what? one two, a twenty-one. <laughs> I I think you've got this thing wrapped up. I think you've done it. You have managed to basically Superman swing your way forward and angle yourself so that you just wrap around. This creature. Uh, Are you very graceful? Oh no! They got no. Oh no! It's it's ridiculous. It's, there's probably a <laughs> goblin screams. <"Yee-haw!" laughs> All of you watching this happen are like, why is he doing that? It doesn't make any sense. He's gonna get himself killed. But somehow it seems to be working for him. 
Uh, Bartimus, do you have anything to add to this? Oh, yes. You see, I did not think that was ridiculous. I instead am applauding, applauding and saying, my dear boy, <laughs> your pageantry knows no bounds. I am so impressed. <laughs> you all should see what an incredible feat our halfling has done. And I uh, take a quick alchemy action to uh, mix up another Tanglefoot bag and attempt okay. to hit the other one so that he is not chased by that other one. Okay, go ahead and fire away. Alrighty, here goes. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. What? Oh, no. It's a two on the die. Oh. Which makes it an eight, I believe. Okay. Oh. An eight is, again, not a critical failure, but you nearly uh, uh, splatter oopsie with and a tangle. <laughs> and when he, when he looks up at me, I say, Rias, you have startled me. Stop doing that, my dear boy. <laughs> <laughs> You are Artemising all over the place. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is my turn, and the creature that is not wrapped up in the rope is going to try to strike you uh, with its fist. Assume I'm flat-footed again. You are flat-footed again, uh, and its total is going to be uh, 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 21 to hit. Oof. So he's going to bop you good. And that is going to be seven points of damage. Uh, and the problem, uh, you obviously are immune to the, the pollen because you have, you have fended off its effects today. Uh, so you're not uh, overcome, even though there's this puff of, of spores. However, it seems to somehow instinctively like know that you haven't been infected. And when it strikes you, it just grabs onto you. And you are now being held by this uh, this thrall. Uh, and that's about the time that you notice, you hear this, uh, some of the boxes around you begin to shudder as a much larger, mm. much nastier creature begins lumbering towards you. Uh, it looks like maybe a, maybe a work oxen has also been infected and it's just like covered in these entangling... Um, uh, vines and it just charges in at you and tries to like headbutt you as you're being held there by its companion. Play cow! And that is going to hit armor class 28. No, I don't that think that guy. Because I'm grabbed and immobilized is a critical. What? So I'm going to no. roll 2d12 for the damage. Well, hold on now. Hold on. Yes. I, have, I have one thing that I'm going to pull out of my sleeve here because okay. I don't I don't know. Khan Shaka may not know this. Khan Shaka has a mercy which removes a condition, and I believe grappled is a condition. Uh, in this particular circumstance, we've talked about it with... Um, with with the application of, of conditions, conditions with values can be removed, like dying, wounded, uh, stupefied, clumsy, but grappled because it is like he is physically being held. It's not something that you just overcome by force of will. Well, it's not force of will. You can try to Jim, reduce you, the damage. You see, the, the the fans have donated, so that is why it, it, it it's not force of will. It's donation. 
That's their nation. <laughs> so that makes it different. <laughs> so that makes it different. <laughs> I tried. You did. You did. It was admirable. It said 2d12. Uh, 2d12 plus 10 points of damage is going to be... Um, it bodied! Oh my god! Uh, it's going to be 22 points of bludgeoning damage as this thing just crashes into you. Can I? And you can all above, you see like, he is in bad trouble. Uh, he's got one of these things in his rope, but one of them has grabbed him, and another one is just battering him from behind. Uh, yeah. I feel, I have I feel a question. like it flipped out, like, my ankle's the only thing in the rope at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. You do, and question. I would love to hear it. Did with, with that force of that impact on the rope, did the rope go up? Is he is he currently airbound? <laughs> uh, no, because he was being held by one of the other creatures. He doesn't he doesn't physically move very much. Well, oh, okay, I guess. Pull him uh, up. Yeah, you're gonna have to help him. That's just all there is to it. It is Peepa's turn. I because I can cast suit from thirty. I'm going to cast Soothe on uh, on Oopsie. There you go. That sounds good. Uh, uh, I believe it was, what, what, 1d10? Yeah, 1d10 plus 4, and then he gets a plus 2 status bonus to save against mental effects. Oh, that there actually would have been super useful. <gasps> oh, yeah. Maximum! You got 14 points back! Nice! 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 coming in oh. and making it happen. Yes. Uh, do you have anything else that you can do this turn? I'll start singing because that's one one action. Sure, yeah. Inspire courage. courage after basically bringing yes. Oopsie back from the brink of death. Uh, Khan Shaka, you feel oh. the <gasps> is like moving all around down there. Things are happening. Are you gonna pull? Oh, as hard as possible. Heave. <laughs> all right. You begin to heave. Athletics check. And you get an additional, again, plus three bonus because you are uh, being assisted. And I'll even let you apply the bonus for uh, the Inspire Courage. I feel like I feel Woo! like an inspiring song would help. So that's an additional plus uh, one on top Woo! of the plus three. Oh, isn't isn't Barry helping oh. as well? Isn't that isn't yeah, that Barry the Bear is definitely helping. Oh, okay. okay. So then there you go. You get another one for Barry. Okay, so it's plus four, plus one, plus my roll, plus athletics. Athletics, plus yes. 28. Yeah. Oh. That's not just a success, it's a critical success. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Hold, uh, all of you working in unison just heave Oopsie up uh, and, and like yank him up over the lip of the, the, the skylight. There's this thrashing creature uh, that is that is is caught up in the rope. Uh, all of the guys who are helping you are like backing away all of a sudden because they know that if they get hit by this thing, they could become uh, you know infected by its its thraldom. Uh, but you guys, since you guys have already uh, been exposed and resisted its effects, are, are, are working to, to keep it tied up. Uh, you managed to wrestle it down into the wagon below and uh, get it caged up before it can hurt anybody else. Um, when you explain that the rest of them are still active inside uh, and sort of the reasons that you are not 
going to destroy them right now. Everybody seems a little bit weary, but after seeing you guys in action and, and, and as you sort of express this desire to, to really help the community and save as many people as you can, they, you know, Dave is, is sort of calms everybody down. He's like, they're doing it. These are people. They, 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 if they can save them, well, I'd want them to save me too if I was like that. So, so give them their space. We got to trust them. We'll, we'll man these barricades and make sure these guys don't get out. Uh, just, just, we're just save to save this guy. All right. They, they, they um, have a cow. <laughs> there's yeah. Or yeah, there's a cow in there. Everybody now save the cow too. And you rush back to HEI headquarters. Uh, with this thing in in your clutches, uh, you've done that. You get it back, and immediately there is a, a rush of activity when you arrive back at headquarters. People uh, immediately, like they're staying back from you because a lot of them have not been exposed to this pollen yet. Uh, but you can see a lot of people are, are sort of standing around. People have got nets. Uh, they've got these big, thick baggy clothing on to try to protect themselves in case they have to step in and they sort of let you take the lead as you, as you have this uh, roped up uh, uh, thrall that you take down into level a, a place that some of you have been before when you were, you were getting the experimental weapons from Fiddleman's, but this time you do not go to Fiddleman's. There's another laboratory, a medical laboratory down there where a, uh, a, an alchemist known as Dr. Morgan does his work. Uh, as you get this poor soul sort of wrestled onto Dr. Morgan's table, he says, I'm going to need you to, to stay here and work with me. I've got to try to excise the invasive flora, but it's going to be incredibly dangerous. I, are any of you trained in, in, in medicine? Well, I don't mean to brag or toot my own horn. Hong Excellent. Kong. You, you're, but, you stand by to yeah. assist me with the surgery. I uh, help too. Uh, yes, does anybody have any uh, 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 magical healing in case we got a bleeder? Oopsie has some. I, I, I need somebody to stand by for magical healing if we need it. This is going to be an incredibly dangerous procedure for the host. Uh, and anybody else who can help in case this thing breaks free, I'm going to need you as well. Uh, I, I must stress, though, that even if it breaks three, Every, even if it breaks three, we're going to have to do everything that we can to keep the host alive, even if it means risking ourselves. Because if I'm right, we <clears> might not just save <throat> him, but many, many others. Barry looks at a giant yeah, I'll I'll just have the, the blue light raven field crackling in my fingers in case it tries to get away. I can try to enable it again. All right. I want to put my glaive out. in the door to lock it. Like, okay. Slot. I pull out my little surgical mask and I put it around myself and then I put and then Barry puts on his surgical mask and then he takes a, a, a wet compress and begins just dabbing me as I as I <laughs> So since you are helping with the uh the the medical procedure part as as uh, you see a whole bunch of very sharp shining tools are laid out on a table uh and the doctor begins cutting uh into where you can see these these writhing vines are growing in the flesh and as he cuts the vines actually try to like bury themselves deeper almost as if they're trying to resist being removed from the host and he says oh i need you to get the clamps in there and get this and he's instructing you how to help him uh make a medicine check this is to aid jim yes you are aiding this procedure do it. Uh, I don't believe I have any more bonuses, which is a shame. I'll give you a plus one. 
Uh, and I also but, have medicine too, if we need it. But oh well, I'll I think plus one. Well, I think you should aid as well. I think you can, Jim. Is she able to aid as can well? Aid? No. Yeah, if you are, if you are, if you are trained in medicine, assistance. Yes. If you're trained in medicine, you can you can also make an attempt to aid. So uh, nope, I don't. Mine's help. mine's a sixteen with her plus one. 16 with her plus one uh so uh you you do what you can to try to to help the doctor mm -hmm. as he begins making an incision uh and i will roll a medicine check for the doctor uh and he's a bit because uh the, the patient is still thrashing around it's unsuccessful and you notice uh, now there is there is a uh, as the patient thrashes, there's a cut that forms in the deep muscle t muscle tissue and it begins bleeding profusely. Uh, at this point, the doctor says, "You're going to need to either heal that. Uh, we need we need magic or medicine. One of somebody is going to have to step in." Uh, Khan Shaka, you still have not acted yet, and Oopsie has not acted yet. If you want to try to staunch the bleeding, you can use either a treat wounds check which is medicine, or you can, any amount of magical healing will stop the bleeding. I'm just going to blast him with a lay on hands. If... Okay, sure. Blast him with a lay on hands. Uh, the bleeding stops almost immediately. Uh, at this point, the patient starts thrashing wildly, and Kanshaka, you have not acted yet, so if you would like to try to hold the patient down, you can make an athletics check to try to make sure that they are still restrained. Barry can, of course, assist if that's what Barry is there to do. Barry, take the other arm. I'll take one. Uh, that's a 19 on the die, which makes it 25. Easily managed to basically just pin them down so that uh, you, you basically stop the motion. Uh, the doctor readies themselves. Uh, Dr. Morgan readies himself to make another cut. He says, okay, we have to be very steady. Uh, this isn't, I never said this was going to be easy. Uh, anybody who is making a standard medicine check this round to help with the, uh, the, the excision can go ahead and do so. Uh, Jim, I don't yes. know if this is, I mean, I guess maybe I just roll the standard one rather than ask this question, but I have battle medicine, which is something I just took. Um, and I don't think this necessarily helps, but it says I can attempt a medicine check with the same DC as for treat wounds and restore corresponding amount of hit points. Sure. Uh, if that'll help if in, uh, Sorry, if the patient is uh, actually like starting like bleeding out or they uh, suffer <laughs> damage because of like a critical failure on the medicine checks, then you could use that instead of magical healing to do the same sort of instantaneous healing. Gotcha. All right. This was a better roll. 22 to assist. That will provide assistance successfully, Pipa. Uh, I rolled a 15 total. 15 total Pipa's having a little, you know, she's just having a hard time. She doesn't have anybody dabbing her forehead like you do. <laughs> and, and she's, Phillip, she's not able to. <laughs> Philip, what are you doing? Do not be lazy, boy. Get, go, go over and help her. Dab that. Dab that. Dab it. Dab it. Uh, the doctor tries once again uh, with your much more uh, focused assistance, Bartimus. Uh, and is able to succeed. Uh, you see they begin like cutting some of this plant material out of the body. Uh, and because uh, you are there to, to sort of uh, help stitch up wounds uh, and, and make sure that none of the bleeding gets too bad. However, it is a very traumatic procedure. And the patient does take some damage as, as muscle fiber that is almost like grown into the plant fiber uh, is excised. And you can see the patient uh, goes into, is, is like bleeding. The doctor looks at, at the rest of you and says, somebody stop the bleeding right now or he's, we're going to lose him. 
that is going to require another, either something similar to battle medicine, if you have it, uh, or another jolt of magical healing to stop the bleeding. I'm out of magical healing. Uh, I have two. Or go ahead, go ahead. I have, I just cast heal. (laughs) Heal, okay. Uh, You cast heal, laying it on the patient. Uh, The bleeding stops almost immediately. uh, And the thrashing stops as well. And you wait, and you wait. Uh, and the doctor is very carefully examining the patient, uh, checking on them, um, looking for more spots where there might still be growth. Uh, but after about 10 tense minutes of waiting, Bullock finally looks at the rest of you and says, I, I, think, I think this is it. I think we've managed to stabilize him. This is huge. This means that the rest of the people that we bring here can be saved as well. We don't have to. We don't have to destroy people to stop this plague. Excellent work. This is this is this is what being a hero is all about. And with that, you have succeeded in at least for the moment uh, stopping the threat and providing a path for the city to follow to save many more lives as as the 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 plague is beaten. So congratulations, you did it. Hooray! And we have reached the end of our time here together. Uh, I am, of course, because wild magics are sacred, I am going to keep that natural one for any other time that Adam Khan is on the stream that will be eligible for me to use. Uh, You know, so thank you, Sarah BC1, for that awesome wild magic. (laughs) So that was fun. I'm glad I got some of them nat 20s too. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good job, everybody. You guys did it. Uh, I'm proud of y'all. It was, we get paid uh, twice, it was a fun Jim? time. Uh, yeah, you will probably get an extra little boost uh, for your for your work in not only uh, your job earlier today, but providing a path to a cure for the people of Cavalosha who were infected by the yellow musk creepers. Uh, of course... The yellow musk creepers are still going to have to be hunted down. The plants themselves have to be destroyed in the city. They're still definitely an active threat, but at least there is hope for those who fall victim to their sway. Uh, We will see y'all later. Uh, Make sure you tune in for Things in Space tomorrow uh, and Crits and Giggles on Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday for Crits and Giggles. Uh, We will see ya. Bye-bye. Bye.